Blog Talk Radio. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are getting started here as they are set to ready to uh, do the national anthem. We'll go through a generic intro. We'll be right back. Costler Insurance has been in Rowlett since 1981, a family-run independent insurance agency that Texans trust. Our website, CostlerInsurance.com, was built to explain insurance in an easy-to-read, information-only format just for you with articles you will enjoy. Promise, because we wrote it. Bundle your insurance and save big. Did you know when you put together at least two types of insurance from an insurance company, typically home, apartment, or rental, along with your auto insurance, you can save as much as 25%? It's true. So come visit us on Main Street in Rowlett or on the web at costloinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? All right, we're coming to you live from Eccles Stadium. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna as the Eagles are about ready to take the field. The Coppell Cowboys will receive the ball on the kickoff. We're not sure who won the toss because we were looking at some other things, but they are going to receive the ball. They're going to be going right to left on your internet radio dial as the Coppell Cowboys are in their own, uh, their home orange uniforms on the jerseys, white pants, and your Rowlett Eagles, they are in their all white with the burgundy numbers. So it's the setup. Nine and one football team, the only team they lost to, Bill, was the Allen Eagles, one of the best in the state, but we got one of the best in the state right here with the Coppell Cowboys. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, as I mentioned to you off the air, you know, it, uh, this is uh, probably going to be the toughest first round uh, game that uh, uh, that's going to be uh, played here in the area. I mean, with a Capel team, I think there's a lot of eyes on this game tonight. So we'll be giving it a, co- uh, a coverage here tonight on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're ready to go as the Eagles go ahead and kick this one off. And it's going to be bouncing around and finally picked up at the nine-yard line, bringing it out to going on the far side of the field, trying to get around the, the Coppell Cowboys. It was number 11, Liggy, who took it to the 20, around the 19 or 20. That'll be about where it's going to be and on the stop. For your Rowlett Eagles, number 35, that was Hines, the new dude number one from last week. So Hines on the stop for the Rowlett Eagles, and they placed the ball actually at the 18-yard line. So the Coppell Cowboys are 
by, behind the 20, but let's see what happens here as the Rowlett Eagles are getting set to take the side of the defensive side of the ball. Hapel set on first down. At the quarterback position is McBride. He's in shotgun. They got two near, or three near, and they hand the ball off, and it's going to be a yellow hanky to start off the play. It's going to be offsides on the Rowlett Eagles as the eagle eye Bill Cerna spotted that one from all the way up here. And heck, he don't even have his binoculars on. <laughs> We're close enough today. All right, so it's going to be first down and five for the Cowboys as they march the ball down. Looks like they're going to place this one on the 20 three-yard line, so here's first and five for the Cowboys. Two near, one far, one in the backfield as McBride's in shotgun. He gets the ball, play action, but hands the ball off, though, around the corner, pushing it down there, and this is a guy we're going to call a lot tonight running the football is number uh, 37, the Steyer, and on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles, number 20, and that is trying to find a Wesley. I knew that. I didn't even know to look that one up. So, that was enough for a first down. They they placed the ball at the 31-yard line on the Capel side. So the Eagles defensively trying to stop this high-powered offense that are the Cowboys. There's a man in motion in the backfield, three near. They go ahead. Nope. Quarterback keeper McBride on the far side of the field. See, open field, down to the 50, now to the 40, 30, and trying to be pushed out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Wesley had to get there, and that was a great play action on the other side there, Bill, as everybody went for the ball on the handoff. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They had the defense leaning uh, towards the left-hand side, and uh, Wesley actually left his uh, area there along the sideline, or he would have had him uh, right there at the line of scrimmage. All right, quick to the line. They hand the ball off and not getting very far they are the Cowboys, so it's going to be second down after a minimal gain as substitutions coming for the Cowboys out on the football field as we got a lot of guys going to be moving in and out here tonight. On the stop for your rally, the Eagles was number 90. That was Magalhães. So, Magalhães. Magalhães, yeah, yeah. Magalhães, Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Here comes second down. No gain on that last running play as they got a guy in motion in the backfield. Two near, one far. They go ahead. They hand it off, trying to get around the corner, trying to break tackles. Look at that little guy. He moves around there, and that is Hunt. And Hunt is the guy that's going to be carrying a lot of the load here tonight for the Coppell Cowboys is with the running out on the football field. He is the guy. 141 yard or 141 carries, 1,034 yards for the Cowboys this year, all set. So here comes a third down and five as they place the ball at about the 15, in between the 15, 16 yard line. Play action pass. McBride looking for it. He's going to get rushed from behind. Throws the ball near the end zone. He falls incomplete. Just a little bit out of there on the coverage for your Rowland Eagles getting really close to him was Taylor there. Well, that's great coverage. Uh, uh, coverage. Uh, by the Rowlett defense as they went uh, man-to-man and uh, kept those uh, receivers. And McBride really had nowhere to go, so he had to roll out and see if he could find something. So they're going to go ahead and bring on the kicking unit. It's going to be Davis handling the kicking duties as they 
get set for where they put it down at the 23-yard line, 33-yard field goal, kick goes up, and it's through the wind, and they're waiting on the call. It's good. So the Cowboys get up on the Arrowhead Eagles here early with 10 minutes and 12 seconds, and you look at it, that's a win on the defensive side of the ball for the Arrowhead Eagles. So there's a breakout on the football field. means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and your Arrowhead Eagles radio network will be right back. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting. But if you're retired or near retirement, for you, that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. All right, we are back at Echo Stadium. It's me, Summit Clark, the hardest working man is first lady, all along with the Eagle Eye. Bill Cerna, 10 12 left to go in the first quarter. The Top Bell Cowboys get on top quickly here. So now the Eagles are going to have to see what they can do offensively to at least match the three points there. As Davis is about ready to kick off, and back there is Gilly as well. I, I, can't, I think I can't tell who it is. I think it's Booker. It's usually back there. We'll find out who that is as soon, as soon as he turns sideways. And the kick goes on, and he's just nailed it. And it's going to go out of the end zone. There's a touchback, so the Eagles are going to start the ball on their own 25-yard line. Well, there's a yellow late flag. Late flag, and I don't know what that's about. We're going to find out. As Davis was near the referee, the kicker for the Capel Cowboys, maybe this will go against him. We'll find out what's going on. The Eagle Eyes looking in on some things. There's they got the hands on the side like it might be offsides on Capel, or maybe he's just already tired and he's got hands up. Well, if you're tired, <laughs> it's gonna be a long night. <laughs> so as they man, they're doing some serious discussion out uh, discussions out there. Eagles haven't even their offense out on the football field as we're waiting to see if Preston Weeks is going to hit the field for the Rowlett Eagles and and that goes against there is a personal foul that's going to go against Cardesso and that's going to give the Rowlett Eagles an extra no they're going to say it goes against the Rowlett Eagles number 52 and that's the name I have a hard time with. Mignovich, and, and uh, he got tangled up with a kicker behind the play. So not sure what he's doing, but uh, Coach Stevens pulled him aside and uh, talked to him uh, personally to, to find out his side of the story. So the Raleigh Eagles are going to start from their own 12-and-a-half-yard line, and it is Tupal that is taking the field. Weeks is not out on the football field. As he was all set and he was doing the warm-ups, he was probably unable to go. Three far, one near for your Rowlett Eagles as Paul looks over to the side, waiting for a call from his head coach. They're going to keep the same play. 10-12 left to go in the first quarter. Coppell up 3 nothing as they go ahead, hand it off. A big hole up the middle and rumbling down to the 19-yard line for your Rowlett Eagles. And on the stop on the other side for Coppell, we'll get that here in a moment. But And it's number 42 for Coppell, and that was Edwards on the stop. And the Raleigh Eagles, that was Lang running the football. It looks like he's back. I think that's Lang, unless that's number 34. We'll find out who that here is in a moment. Three near one far for the Raleigh Eagles. 
as they get set here on the second down, and the ball's on the ground as they were trying to hand it off, and Coppell picked it up, and it looked like someone was supposed to get that ball in the bread basket that was laying, and uh, Topal couldn't get it to him, and they might show it out there, but the well, Coppell and, Cowboys rece- recovered the ball. Topal went to give it to Lane, and Lane was just blocking, was not prepared for the ball, and uh, Topal tried to force that ball into uh, Lane. Once uh, Topal realized that, he wasn't going to be uh, getting that ball, that he wasn't prepared for to get that ball. He should have just tucked it in and, and taken a ride at the uh, center of the field. A fumble at the 20-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles, so the Coppell Cowboys don't have far to go, as it's going to be first down and 10 from the 20 from the Eagles, going right to left on your internet radio dial. As Capel three near, and that's it. They back the pass. McBride on the play action. Puts the ball in the corner, and the ball caught. Touchdown, Capel. And the ball is caught there on the other side by Jackson. As the coverage was good, they just threw the ball perfectly to where Jackson was the only one that was going to catch the ball. Well, they're absolutely right. And it was a great pass, but uh, Kenny was right there. Yeah, he was. He was just you know, just half of a second if you turned it uh, sooner. He was right on top of the ball. He just turned around just a little too late. So the Coppell Cowboys take advantage of the turnover, get into the end zone, and they bring on Davis for the extra point. As the ball snap, ball down, kick is up, and it is good. So the Cowboys have taken a quick and nothing lead here with nine minutes and 28 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We will be right back. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychanglees.com. Back at Echo Stadium, it's me, Sonny Clark, along with Bill Cerna, as the Cowboys have jumped out to a 10-0 lead, turnover on their own 20-yard line, the Eagles fumble the football, and two plays later, they're right there into the end zone, Bill, and they took advantage of the turnover immediately. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and we had talked about this in the pregame, is that you cannot give them extra opportunities. you got to play a near-perfect game against this uh, Cowboy uh, team. So, you know, at uh, first strike, uh, Capel has come up with it. Gillian Hall back for your Rowlett Eagles to receive the ball, and the kick is up in the air, and it's high. It's going to hang, and it's going to bounce and go into the end zone. It bounced at the two-yard line, and no one was there. They are hoping that it would do exactly what it did. That could have spelled disaster as well if it would took a backward bounce into the hands of the Coppell Cowboys. Well, I think off the foot, both receivers thought that ball was going to go out to the end zone, but the wind pushing to the north, uh, it, it put that ball right up into the wind, and it kind of hung up there, and it landed short. Just to give you an idea of what we were watching in the pregame as the Coppell Cowboys kicker Davis, he popped one from 64 yards. Folks, that's longer than the NFL record um, in the pregame as the wind is that strong blowing, like you said, out of the north, and it's it's getting the ball and it's going to hang. So here come the Eagles, first down and 10 from their own 24. 20- 
yard line. They hand it off. And on the left-hand side, it's Lang. And Lang pushes it up for nine yards on the left-hand side. Big time running on the other side On the where the stop was Barker. But that was just a power run game right there, Bill. Well, we've seen two plays, or rain plays, both right up the middle, and they were able, able to gain good yardage. Here we go. Two near, one far for the Eagles. Two in the backfield for the Rowland Eagles. As Chappelle with the pass to Gillian, he is met in the backfield immediately uh, for Coppell. It's number 21 on 31 on the stop for Coppell. That was Lawrence, and that was actually a loss of about two or three. Well, and that's uh, something on Chappelle that he needs to recognize, too, as uh, Coach Stevens comes on the field to let him know, you've got to see that defender. And if that defender is not uh, being blocked, you've got to either throw that ball out of bounds or you've got to just tuck it in and run with it. Or either that, lead them away from it and get, maybe get around the player. And we've seen Preston Weeks do that. He's really good at that. Too far, one near for the Eagles, two in the backfield for the Eagles. This first time we've seen a lot of times where you got two of them, they hand it off. And this time it's Amos. Amos is going to push it to the 38-yard line, and that's going to be enough for the first down. And as it was third down and three on the stop on the other side, number 99, that was Jackson for the Coppell Cowboys. But the Eagles start getting their feet underneath them, get the first down. And the ball is on their own 33-yard line. Too far, one near again. Two in the backfield as Chappelle's in shotgun, and he's looking things over. They hand the ball off to Lang. Lang follows the blockers, breaks it through, gets down to about the 42-yard line, gain about four or five. And on the stop on the other side is Lawrence. That's a name that we're going to probably be calling a lot. Well, and then uh, right now it looks like Relic's really trying to establish that run game. Absolutely. Which, if you can continue to be successful, it's going to open up your passing game. So, Madre and Gilly are going to be on the near side. One far, that looks like Evans, and we'll see if he'll turn his side, but I think it is. Uh, it is Chappelle, actually. Um, and two in the backfield, it's Amos and uh, Lang, and they get a change of the play. Here comes second down and six. They gave him only four on that last run. As they go ahead, hand it off, going in, trying to find the hole. Pushing it up is Amos. Amos gets to the 40. About the 45-yard line, 46-yard line, and on the stop on the other side, number 19, that was Brown. Well, and that was just a simple counter as uh, uh, Amos took that handoff and uh, just cut back up the middle and was able to get uh, good yardage. Too far, one near for the Eagles. Again, they like this. I like the new setup with the two, both running backs in the backfield. So that's a little different that they haven't seen. So Paul's going to keep it on the quarterback keeper, and he's going to push it up. He's going to be about a yard and a half short of the first down and on the stop on the other side for the Cowboys. And as soon as they get it, it looked like it was number 68 on the other side for the stop, and that was Danzer. And so the rally, and Bill's saying it's a first down. Whoa, that's a nice spot, Bill. Yeah, they actually gave that was spot, That but... was not the spot. <laughs> They're they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna measure it out. Yeah, I think with where they put, I think he's got that first. Down. Yeah, and, and folks, he he was actually stopped at the forty-seven yard line. They got it at the forty-eight. That was a very kind spot from the uh, from the officials. Um, so they are gonna bring out the chains and they're gonna measure this one up because it is close. As the Rowlett Eagles now trying to get that first down, establish yet another drive here with another first in their second drive with another first down, and they pull it back, and that's going to be enough. The Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, we, we next year we're going to get him a flag <laughs> so he can throw the flag, and then that way I know there's a flag on the play too, <laughs> and we're going to throw it in the booth here, but. 
6.48 left to go in the first quarter. It's 10 nothing in favor of the Cowboys. There's your update over there, Vincent. Vincent complains I don't update him enough on the score. So I'm getting it out there for him. 10 nothing in favor of the Cowboys, but Eagles driving as they get the first down and 10 balls on the 48-yard line of the Eagles. Man in motion is Gilly, and they go ahead. Play action. Pass on the slants caught by Booker at the 38-yard line. And boy, did he thread the needle to Paul, and he got enough mustard on yeah, that. Yeah, you're line. absolutely right. Uh, when uh, when he first threw it, I saw uh, Justin Murray from the secondary coming up. I thought he was going to accept it, and Booker came right in the middle of him, uh, right in front of him, and took that. They're into the line real quick. They hand it off, and following blockers is Amos. Finds the hole near the first down as they push it down, and that is the first down. They're going to put it at the 27-yard line. On the stop on the other side was McGill. He's playing both sides of the ball as a wide receiver for the Cowboys as well. But the Eagles have pushed the ball in first down to 10. Ball's on the 27-yard lane of the Cowboys. Left to right on your internet radio dial. Too far one near. And a snap no one was expecting. It's low on the side. And boy, oh boy, we're lucky that was not a false start or some kind of craziness going on as the ball was snapped. Guys took off and... Well, no one knew what was going yeah, on. The ball was snapped, but only the the center uh, was uh, moving in, in moving at the snap. The rest of the offense wasn't prepared. I think the rest of the offense was prepared to go on too. Well, I and I think they thought he was offsides because those those guys are trained. If they see him offsides, they'll pop the snap. Um, but unfortunately, the ball fell incomplete as it was intended for Gilly on the far side of the field and brings up second down and 10 from the 27 of the Cowboys as too far one near two in the backfield and the pass was and there's that other one and it is it incomplete boy I think the Eagles dodge a bullet on that one there Bill yeah, because I right. thought he caught it well and that um that was in no that football move. no he, he didn't have a full possession of it and that ball uh pop right out and it's lucky it wasn't intercepted but you know at once again you gotta catch those balls those are right between the numbers not only that he needed to recognize the defender was up on that one really quick that was ill-advised pass brings up third down and 10 balls on the 27 yard line of the capel cowboys too far one near for the eagles as they have two in the backfield i really like seeing the both of the running backs in the game uh, as both of them can do everything out on the football field. Play action. Nope. His pass on the far oh. side overthrew Booker and he was wide open at the 12 yard line. And they are clapping about that one because they got away with one. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, that uh, uh, Booker was wide open uh, there. So it looks like they're going to set up for the field goal here. Yeah, but they need to get up on the board. They need to put points out on the football field. And that's what's going to end up happening as they go ahead and they bring on their kicking unit. For the Rowlett Eagles, it's going to be the freshman Marquez, and he was nailing them from long distances when they were out practicing early. Not as far as Capel was, but they're going to place this one at the 34-yard line, so it's a 44-yard field goal for the Rowlett Eagles. Bad snap, and it's going to – I don't even know what happened, Bill. I completely missed what happened. The Eagle Eye was there. What happened, well, and because you have your holder his back to you, so you can't see it, but uh, he caught that ball, and uh, – uh, he juggled a little bit trying to put it down, and by the time uh, the kicker was ready to kick it, uh, he couldn't get it down in time, and really not much he could do. Just as I was looking up, I was looking at a number. Uh, the ball was snapped before I, I was expecting it as well. 
So there's a turnover, no opportunity to get up on the board. 5.36 left to go. Cowboys have the 10 nothing lead, and they are looking. They already scored once on one of the turnovers. This time, turnover on downs by the Raleigh Eagles, unable to get the kick off. So they're going to start with this on the drive on their own 35-yard line as McBride is in shotgun, three far. They go ahead, play action. McBride's going to do that play where he got a lot of yards last time. Uh, the Eagles recognized it fairly quickly up on the stop for your Rowlett Eagles with King Taylor. Well, and you you know that McBride can uh, run the ball, so you got to make sure and, uh, and uh, stay home in your lane and uh, and prepare for that uh, that fake handoff and, and uh, roll out. McBride's got 69 rushes, 244 yards, and three touchdowns that way. So we definitely got to keep ourselves aware of what's coming the, from the other side. Two near one far for Capel, one in the backfield. McBride back to pass. He's going to put it on the far side of the field, short of the intended receiver on the far side, Jackson, who Jackson caught the touchdown pass here earlier today. Well, I think McBride wants that throw back. Yeah, he a, does. As soon as he let it go, he it, it. It, uh, <laughs> it was almost like a shot putt. So that was uh, on McBride, and he'll be the first to tell you that uh, that's all him on that one. Third down now. The Eagles defense doing a good job. This is where they got to go ahead and, and get it. Really stiffen up the defense. McBride back in shotgun with three near. He's back to pass. He's looking that way, but now he's going to take off and run the ball. Breaks the tackle. Now he's dancing around at the 45-yard line, and that's going to be right at the sticks, Bill. It's going to be enough for the first down as the Rowlett Eagles uh, missed a lot of tackles. But finally bringing them down on the other side was Abukin as he had to get in there, as well as King Taylor. He was there, too. But, wow, that was enough for the first down. He danced and got Well, and once again, like I mentioned, you got to keep that uh, quarterback in your sights. At any time, he can take off with that ball. Eagles had the opportunity. It was third down and 11, and they unable to stop him. So here comes Coppell again, too far. One near, one in the backfield with McBride. McBride waiting on a snap. They hand it off, trying to get around the corner on the other side. That was McGill trying to get there, and the Rowlett Eagles just warmed up on him. But they did get about two before he was brought down by number 48, King Taylor. And King, I might just call him King from now on. But it's second down and eight. I, I think I've forgotten his first name. Yeah. What is it? Because we just, Taylor. <laughs> I, I, I have to think about it. Jeez, I was just trying to say a joke. <laughs> Here we go. As Coppell said, too far, one near in the backfield, one. And McBride likes that snap, and he hands it off. And Hurt gets around the corner. Watch out. He's got the speed down to the 30, down to the 28-yard line. And Hurt, that guy, he is a guy that gets a lot of yards for this football team. And they take it all the way down to the Rowlett. Let's see where they're going to place this one, Bill. They're going to place it at the 28-yard line on the stop for your Eagles was Miles as well as number 21. That was Canyon. Here they go. Uh, play. Uh, the, the ball was snapped. Yellow hanky. The play is still going, but the, 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 the eagle eye, Bill Cernas, says that it's offsides. As a, a lot of the eagles stopped because they thought it was a false start there, Bill. Well, and I think uh, uh, Raleigh, just, they came to the line so quick, they just didn't set up on defense quick enough. Yeah, and so they pushed that ball down. Look where they're going to put it, Bill. That ball is at the 20, well, about the 18-yard line, and that's near the first down. So it's going to be – also, the pass is incomplete. They're going to actually decline the penalty. Um, 
and take and take the and yards. Take the yards on the rush. On the rush, got it. All right, so they take the yards because they got eight. So it's gonna be where's the stick guy? There it is. Two, second down and two. I knew it was only second down. Second down and two. They got to get to the 16 yard line for the first down. Three far one in the backfield that's moving around and keeping his McBride. And I knew that was coming as he kind of let the people know that was gonna happen. He took it down to the 14 yard line before your Rowlett Eagles got to him. Number 14 on that stop that was Wade. Well, and I think Wade knew it, too. He just uh, wasn't able to wrap up, and uh, McBride was able to get a couple uh, yards past. And he is quick, too. The folks that don't know, he is a quarterback. He's not the tallest out there, but he's very quick. You see a lot of hand clapping going on out there for the Cowboys. 10 nothing. They're looking to score 237 left to go in the first quarter. Too far, one near. He snaps Gets the ball, has time, throws the ball, overthrew the intended receiver. I, I think Jackson misread that one, and I think he should have came down with that one. That was not a half-bad pass for McBride, who no, was under a lot of pressure. No, and, and there was an area where he could only get it. I, I guess with our angle, it's just hard to tell how high was that there at the back of the end zone. I think he could have got it, but they go ahead now. It's second down and 10. As McBride's going to be in shotgun, too far, one near, one in the backfield, who is hurt. And, no, his name is Hurt. No, he's not Hurt. That's his name. <laughs> so, <laughs> give it squid here. And they got, they got the big tight end on the end here, Bill. Bill. So, you got to watch out for him. He's blocking this time. Hurt on the right-hand side. And the Raleigh Eagles suck that one up immediately as the jersey is wrinkled on it. I see who tackled it. And the, yeah, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerner caught it, number 60 on the stop, Tito. And he got on it quick. You're absolutely a great job by uh, by your two defense ends, both him and also uh, Magianas, as uh, they were able to uh, shut that down. So it's going to be a long third and ten here. Long third and ten. The Eagles here. This would be a victory if they stop him with a field goal attempt. Too far, one near, hurt in the backfield. And here comes McBride rolling to this side. Here come the Eagles trying to get him. And they're going to sack him back at the 30-yard line. How about getting in on the tackle number five? That was Stark. And boy, oh boy, that put them in a position that they're going to bring on the kicking unit, but they are going into that yeah, stiff win. Absolutely. You just uh, got a 15-yard sack. Which uh, put them, time uh, now going for a 47-yard field goal compared to uh, about a chip shot, 32-yard field goal. Yeah, so let's see what happens. As this guy's got a leg, Davis got a leg, and he's going to go. And he puts a boot in. He's going to miss it. It goes off to the left-hand side. The Eagles hold, and that was a big-time defensive stance for your Rowland Eagles as the Cowboys were looking to extend. To 17 to nothing. There's a minute and 11 seconds left to go in the first quarter. That was a big stance for the defense, and hopefully that will put a little charge in the offense to where they've come out. They've got the momentum now, Bill. You said that word. You said that word, momentum. And when you have a play like that, you definitely want to get it. Because on offense, you were moving the ball down the field, and uh, to walk away and not have any points can definitely bring you down. But you do something like this and stop them. Uh, now you can all of a sudden, you know, that was, a, a, you know, a, a seven, uh, 
possible seven point to three point uh, uh, score there. Now you got nothing. And that that is good. The Eagles still only down ten, ten to nothing with a minute, eleven left to go. Man in motion is Gilly. Two in the backfield and hits the ground. Picking it up was to Paul and he just threw the ball into the ground. I don't think he was even trying to get it to Booker. I think he was just trying to make sure that there wasn't going to be any problems. Well, you know, I think because that ball hit the ground before he caught it, and uh, I think he just tried to rush it out. I think he thought because the ball uh, hit the ground that there's a lot more pressure on him, and he actually had a little bit of time, but he just forced that ball. So it brings up second down and 10. The ball's on the rally at Eagle 30-yard line. So they got two far, one near, two in the backfield is Amos and Lang. As they get set and squared, waiting for the snap. Here it comes, following the blockers as Amos finds the hole. He breaks it to the 40 and gets down to the 46-yard line. Good following of blocking there, Bill, as the Rowlett Eagles get a big-time gainer on the stop on the other side, number 44. And that's one I don't have. We'll get it in a second. Uh, 44 for um, is uh, McFarland. Thank you. For, um, for Capel, but great job by the offensive line. All right, so here comes first down and 10 for the Eagles. Lang following the blockers. This time he doesn't get as many yards as uh, Lang did, or uh, Mark that as Amos did, on the stop on the other side, number 91, Mo. And so the game of one for Lang, and it brings up second down. The Eagles going left to right on your internet radio dial. 25 seconds left to go in the first quarter. This could be the last play. Eagles down 10 nothing. Too far, one near. Here comes Gilly in motion. Two in the backfield. Back to passes to Paul. Has time. Now he's going to take off. Roll to the far side. Better get rid of it. He is sacked from behind. Coppell number 19 going in on the sack was Brown. And there, uh, the ball was on the ground. Thank you, Bill. And it was a turnover. Holy smoke. So it is cowboy ball as he coughed up the ball on the sacks and actually got the recovery as well. I am assuming it was Brown. They don't have the replay up on the screen. Actually, Brown is the one that uh, ran him down. I'm not sure who came up with the ball, uh, but Brown is the one that forced the fumble. So a turnover for the Rowlett Eagles right at the end of the first quarter. The Cowboys are going to get one snap off here, and they got it. stacked wide receivers on the bottom here on the near side, one far, and McBride's got a running back who's hurt in the backfield. They hand it off to him, going to the far side, trying to get around the corner, looking at him just finding little holes and just pushing it down at gain of seven. So that's going to do it for the first quarter as the Rowlett Eagles now down still 10 nothing here in this first quarter. Break out of the football field. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Say hello to peace of mind with insurance, Texas Trust at Costco Insurance. We offer the broadest, most sophisticated products available today. Call us for an insurance checkup for your auto, home, or watercraft insurance. Costco Insurance at Main Street and Wellett Road. Or check us out on the web at costcoinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? 
All right, we're starting the second quarter. The Cowboys have a 10 nothing lead over your Rowlett Eagles. It's second down and three as the ball is on the 37-yard line of the Eagles. Capel, go on left to right on your internet radio. They are in their orange jerseys and white pants. Your Rowlett Eagles in their all-white with the burgundy numbers. So, here we go. On the second down and three for the Cowboys. Too far, one near. And McBride with the pitch on the far side, getting around the corner, pushing it around there was McGill. And the ball's on the ground. Let's see who has it. And the Eagles are trying to fight for it. And no, actually, he just kept going. I thought the ball was on the ground. Thanks, Bill, for giving me the update on that. No, he's actually like the, uh, the Energizer Bunny. Yep. As uh, he's uh, um, just kind of bounce off uh, players. It looked like it was a fumble because everybody was going to the ground because he was going to the ground. So, 11.33 left to go in the second quarter. First down to 10 balls on the 26-yard line of the Eagles. Too far, one near four. The Cowboys hand the ball off to Hurt around the far side. Good tackle by your Rowlett Eagles. Can't catch the number. Bill's going to give me the number. It was Canyon on the stop. Great play on the ball. Yeah, that was a great job. I just uh... – I uh, wrap him up and use his fundamentals and put him on the ground. So now with 11.06 left to go here in this second quarter, and that's going to bring up a second down, and it, I don't think they even gave him anything. So a second down and 10 for the Cowboys. Too far, one near, and hurt in the backfield with McBride. McBride waiting on the snap, play action. Here come the Eagle on the rush. They throw the ball toward the end zone. Turn around. What a nice catch. That was Jackson as he went one way, then turned the other. Good coverage down the field. The Buchan was all over McBride, and that was just a nice pass. And, nice catch. Yeah, and, and McBride threw that off his back. Yeah, he did. was actually uh, dropping uh, backwards when he threw that ball and threw it 35 yards in the air. Unbelievable throw, and to put it uh, where he only his receivers and the catch, it was even better. So they bring on the kicking unit. They're going to get that squared away, trying to get to extend it to 17 nothing with 10:42. Kick is up, and it is good. Uh, so the Capel Cowboys go up 17 nothing with 10:42 left to go here in this second quarter. The breakout on the football field. That means there's going to be a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And your Rowlett Eagles radio network, we will be right back. As soon as I can find the button there. Come, I, I, come back here. There we go. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. Welcome back to Buddy Eccles' the field as uh, Capel is getting ready to kick the ball, but they're going to do the win. It looks like they're going to have to have somebody hold that ball as they'll be kicked off as that ball kept falling off the tee. Uh, 10.42 left here in the first half 
as uh, once again, Capel takes advantage of a rally at miscue to, uh, to score again. And I am back here. Thanks for covering, Bill, as the Capel Cowboys kick this one out of the end zone. Boy, he is just he is just nailing that thing, and the Eagles are going to start at their own 25-yard line. And it doesn't even matter in reality. A couple of years ago, if you remember, we had some great kickers on this football team that was doing the same thing, right? Oh, here. no, you're absolutely right. All in Division One schools. Yeah, um, and, and ironically, they were both seniors at the same time, so they kind of shared the duties. Yep. As uh, Galette now is a punter in Baylor, yep. and uh, the other one is Brilliant. actually – uh, Williams is actually the SMU. place kicker at SMU. Yeah, and Glitz just had surgery, so he's recovering from an injury. So hopefully he is doing well um, and will get well soon. 10.42 left to go in the second quarter. Eagles have the ball. First down and 10 from their own 25. Keeping his to Paul. Paul's going to move up for three yards as he was looking to maybe try to, you know, bob and weave around there. This time before he's brought down by Brown, who caused the fumble and the turnover on the last drive. Well, that was a that was a, an option play. Is uh, he did tuck that ball and take it back inside. Three far one near for the Eagles on second down in about six. As Tapal goes ahead, there's the option play. He found the open green. Come back this way. He started one way, trying to get around the corner. Couldn't do it on the stop. There was Lemons, number 24, for Capel. And so it's going to bring up about third down and about three. And Coach is definitely having some things to say out there. But good use of the legs there by Tupal. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got to give a little credit to Chappelle uh, uh, as uh, very easy to have been uh, uh, hit, hit, hitting a the defender in the back, but he held up as it's a ball trying to get around him. Three far one near for the Eagles as they look to this side. They're going right to left on your internet radio dial. Third down and about about three. Ball's on their own 32-yard line. Too far one near. As the high snap, Tupal's got to find it, and he's going to have to get down on the ball at the 20-yard line as we've had a couple of those miscues here in the first half of play that are costing yards and possessions and points. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and you cannot give this Capel team anything extra. And um, it seems like that's all well it's done here, done here in the first half. And they're going to go ahead and bring on the kicking unit, all your Rowlett Eagles, to try to get this ball. And they, the stiff wind in their face, and it looks like Ellis is going to be handling the kicking duties, I think. Yes, it's Ellis. Uh, so back on his own 45-yard line are the Capel Cowboys. There's a timeout on the football field as Jackson is back. So I think it's going to go, yep, the Cowboys call the timeout. So quick breakout on the football field. We'll be right back. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbc.com. 
What a good point by the eagle eye as the snapper is used to snapping it back to a taller guy. So that's a good point as some of the snaps are coming a little high and sometimes even weeks had to do it. So here's the snap and the kick is off as it's going to be hit the ground and it's going to go back. The Eagles need to cover it before it takes more yards. And that's not going to be a big, it's going to end up being what a 14 yard punt in reality bill as the ball is on the 31 yard line. So that's, actually going to be less than that. Well, no, you're about, you're about right. But, yeah, that ball just went straight up in the air. When, when you're going against the wind like that, you've got to kick a lone line drive yeah. on a punt because you get that ball up in the air and it's not going to go anywhere. And that's exactly what happened. 841 left to go in the second quarter. Cowboys up 17 nothing. They are going to be threatening again here on the Raleigh Eagles as right now the Cowboys have held the Eagles to nothing. And it's not like the Eagles didn't have the opportunities here in the first half of this football game to either get into the end zone or get it through the uprights. So here we go. First down, McBride for the Cowboys. Looking, going deep down the field. Why not? You're in the lead. And over through the intended receiver on the far side, McGill. And on the coverage for your Rowlett Eagles was number 20. That was Wesley. Wesley doing a good job keeping up with uh, McGill. Well, and, and the, just like your punter, you know, at, uh, when you got the wind going on your side, that ball carries. And I think that ball carried on McBride as that ball ended up getting thrown out of the end zone. So now, as the Eagles are going to get squared here, they got some work to do as the defense has played, you know, the, believe it or not, the defense has not played too bad here, um, but the offensive turnovers have been the difference so far in this game. So here comes the snack. McBride on the delay, hands it off, hurt right up the middle, breaks the tackle on the far side, and he's going to get in for the touchdown as the Rowland Eagles number 60, Tito, had a hand on him, and he just broke out of the tackle. But there's a yellow hanky out on the football field. What's it going to be, Bill? Uh, I think it might be a defensive holding on the receiver. So let's see what's going to happen I, here. I, I, maybe not, though, but it looks like uh, Capel's coming back. They might have offensive pass interference. Nope. Defense offside, so that touchdown is good. So the Rowlett Eagles now have got some work to do here. And they bring on the kicking unit. So let's see what ends up happening here. As it's 23 nothing, 8.23 left to go here in the second quarter as the kick goes up and it goes right down the middle so it's 24 to nothing in favor of the Cowboys 823 left to go here in this first half of play breakout on the football field means a break here on the couch potato sports show and your Rally Eagles radio network we'll be right back let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to its like new condition need a contractor let us be your first stop as well as your last we specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. We are back here on the couch for the Sports Show. As Eli had to tell me something. When you're the producer, director, and play-by-play, sometimes you lose track on what's going on. See, Eli, the co-producer here, letting me know, hey, are we on air yet? Yeah, and I'm just the on-air talent. <laughs> I just show up, eat nachos, and I'm uh, multi-talented Eagle Eye right there. So thank you, Eagle Eye, for that. As uh, Sonny forgot to do something, so he's correcting the mistake here as we get set as we move into halftime. Sonny forgot to upload the halftime show. So here's the kick. He goes out into the end zone. The Eagles are going to start on their own 25-yard line. Some pushing and shoving going on down there. They got to watch out for that as the Cowboys number 45 uh, McDowell or Mark that Mitchell was having some fun out there with a couple of Rowlett Eagles on the kickoff. But the Eagles going to start this drive at their own 25-yard line down 24 nothing. We talked about it in the pregame show. We just pretty much needed the Eagles to play a close-to-perfect game. Well, that's not necessarily true, but there have been two turnovers uh, that cost uh, the Rowlett Eagles 14 points. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. And, and uh, just it, you mentioned the defense not doing bad, uh, but when you keep giving uh, Capel – uh, a short field to play on. It's going to be tough on that defense, especially only 20 yards, and they have that too far, too near. And off, going around, being brought down as Lang, and they got nothing. I think it was number 68 on the stop for the Coppell Cowboys, and that stop there is Dasher. So, and Donner. Dasher, Donner, and Blitzen. Oh, my. Ados is tis the season. Yeah, it is. So, it's, it's getting close to that. Next week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, they late no, sure they're everything. I'm just I'm, I'm just behind in everything. Uh, <laughs> three far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles is in the backfield. They only have one running back in the backfield. I think that's Amos. We'll see if he turns sideways. We'll get that number here. As to Paul is back in shotgun. It was actually Lang. So Paul with the pass in the near side goes out of bounds. It goes incomplete as the ball was intended for Hall. And great job by Amos to pick up that blitz as a. Uh, Capel brought a couple extra linebackers in, and uh, Amos was a, did a great job on picking that up. So now, hit that button there. We'll get our halftime show loaded for halftime in plenty of time. Thank you very much. As the Eagles now, with 7.38 left to go here in this first half of play, here comes second, third down, the pass, ball caught by Riley. He's at the 30, trying to get around the corner. Ball's on the ground. And it's going to be picked up by who? Waiting no, for the call. Rowlett got it back as Gilly had the ball on the tackle. He went for the tackle, wrapped him, and he came out and he just fisted that ball out of his hands. And what's the call there, Bill? Yeah, personal fan, a rough passer. Uh, well, I guess not. I guess the personal foul is going to be on the Rowlett, but. Uh, I thought I had seen a rough in the passer. Well, let's see what the call is. Is they're doing a lot of pointing, but I'm not sure what the deal is. Maybe they'll pick up the flag. I don't know. Ball was recovered by the Eagles. Not sure who got it, but uh, I just went with the white hat as he pointed it. Actually, that way. Uh, Ruben uh, Buchan is the one that actually came up with the. Thank you very much. So great job for him to This is going to go against the cow.
Cowboys as they're backing up the the team is backing up, so we know it's going to go against the Cowboys and what they and yeah, I I am going to invest in the yellow flag for you, Bill. Good call there, the Eagles. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start a GoFundMe and get me a yellow flag. So yeah. uh, anytime you're at the game and you're listening on the radio, if there's a flag, don't look at the officials. Just look up in the press box. See if one goes and down see if one. glass. <laughs> <laughs> If we're in the booth, they got a big old glass there. It's about what? About what? 10 feet of glass? Yeah. Yeah. And he's showing up and it's going to slide down right in front of me. It's going to be cool. Here we go. As they hand the ball off in the jet sweep to Gilly. Gilly around the corner. Look at him take it down there. He got about seven before he is brought down by number 42 from the Coppell Cowboys. That was Edwards. And good play. That jet sweep is pretty good for Gilly. Well, and, and, and right now, anything with the run for Rowlett's really working. I agree. They're really mixing it up well. You just got to stop those turnovers. Three near, one far. And back in the field, and keeping this to Paul, and he's the quarterback keeper, pushes it down. How about that? A gain of about 15 as Edwards had to stop him, and he just followed the blockers there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That Autumn line has done a great job to open up those holes. So now the Eagles get a first down. They're going to place the ball on the 40-yard line of the Cowboys. Best drive of the night the Rowlett Eagles as there's three near one far and Lang is in the backfield with the Rowlett Eagles as I'm not sure where Amos is he hasn't been in the game here this side and maybe they'll bring him back here in a moment as they get set here first down and 10 on the 41 yard line of the Cowboys high snap brought down by DePaul and the ball's on the ground on his wing and it's picked up by the Capel Cowboys McGill McGill on the far side to 40-yard line, now to the 30, and boy, oh boy, that's three turnovers, and that right there hurt because, Bill, they were actually moving the ball really well. I'm not sure who knocked it out, but McGill came up with it and ran it all the way down to about the 24-yard line of the Eagles. Well, and one thing missing on that play was such a great run up the middle as he, he broke up into the secondary, got at least eight or nine yards before uh, that ball was stripped out of them. So, so the Eagles now defensively got to hold back, and the Cowboys are are just really kind of in coast mode on the offensive side of the ball as they already have the 24 with 5:45 left to go here in this first half of play. Three near, nobody far, and here comes McBride with a bullet ball. Wow! Bounces off his hands, and he was able to come down with that ball. Went far in the air as Liggins with a nice catch, and on the coverage there from Dandler. Well, and you're absolutely right. That's one of the, that's perfect for a tip drill for your defense. Absolutely. But, uh, when the receiver comes right back down with the ball, that's not good. Yeah, it, I, it, it hit his hands and it went about about ten feet in the air, and he was able to bring it in. And they gave him a gain of four on that one. So it's second down and six balls on the 20-yard line of the Eagles. Here comes the man in motion for the Cowboys. Too near now as they go that way. They hand the ball up to Heath this time. Heath trying to get around the corner, unable to get there as the Rowlett Eagles swarmed on him. As that was a long play developing, and the Eagles were had an opportunity to get around there. Danler on the stop for the Eagles, as that play took a long time to, to get going. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, that's going to bring up a third and five. Back to that play before, great concentration by that receiver. 
uh, that ball was in his arms, went right up in the air, and he was able to keep his concentration to bring that ball back in. So now we are set. And we are set here at third down and five for the Cowboys. Ball's on the 19-yard line as McBride's back to pass. He's looking to that near side to the overthrew Jackson as he got a little bit too much on it. It's probably because the wind is blowing. Yeah, yeah like, I, like I mentioned last time. It's just uh, even on the passes, they're getting caught up in the wind and getting put as that ball was thrown five yards out of, uh, out of bounds. And, and that's not a typical McBride throw. 4.17 left to go here in the first half of play. The Cowboys do have that 24 nothing lead. That brings up fourth down and five, and they bring on the kicking unit, and they're going to put this down at the 26 for 36-yarder. Remember, this guy was kicking the, he kicked the 64-yarder uh, as the kick goes up, and it is good. So the Cowboys have extended their lead to 27 to nothing here in the first half of play. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. And we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as the Cowboys have the 27-0 lead here. 4-14 left to go in the first half of play as they are all set and ready to go. As Butch Wesson was listening and he commented on the video that we put up out there. Thanks, Butch Wesson, for his Continued support of Raleigh Eagle Sports as we're going to roll into basketball season uh, in a little bit in December so Sonny can get his cadence back maybe a little in November. We'll find out what happens as far as the timing and stuff like that. Our regular coverage starts in January as the kickoff is going to go out of the end zone yet again. So the Eagles are going to start at their own 25. Well, you had this right. Get this 40, so that's 60 yards of the end zone. Mm-hmm. 10 yards through the end zone, that's 70 yards. And he's probably kicking it up about 10 to 15 yards outside the end zone. So he's kicking these kickoffs probably about 75 to 80 yards. Yeah, that's crazy numbers that they're, they're – Now, now granted, it is, it is wind-guided, but uh, even then, yep. uh, that's still a heck of a kick for high school football. Yeah, and, and literally in, in pregame, he kicked it one yard further than the NFL record, 64 yards – and he had two yards to spare, um, so that oh, was big I, time. I have trouble walking 64 yards. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I get winded just walking the whole length of a field, never mind any of that, as a snap, and it's going to be handed off. Pushing it up the middle is Amos, big time gainer. They're going to take it to the 42-yard line, gain of 17 on first down. He's stopped on the other side by number 19, Brown, as well as number 11, Loggins, who's doing both sides of the ball work for the Cowboys. 27 to nothing, 351 left to go in the first half. Eagles got the first down on their own 42-yard line. Too far, too near, one in the backfield. Hand off to Amos, why not? 
Amos trying to get around the corner, breaks a tackle, pushing it down, and he's still going all the way to the 35-yard line. Bill, that was nothing but effort coming from Amos. He's like, we got to get some points on the board. He's taking it in his own hands. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and we're not seeing any lack of effort from this team. They're really fighting hard. Uh, you just got to protect that ball. But uh, offense has been moving the ball down the field. They really, you know, Capel's missed a lot of uh, uh, tackles, but uh, Rowlett's really done a good job. They missed about four on that last running play as a play action or actually play option for Topal, and he's wrapped up by number 91 of the Cowboys. That was Mo on the stop, and uh, after a gain of a few there, maybe, well, no, they're going to put it right at the, you know, so it's going to be second down and 10 for the Eagles. Ball's on the 35-yard line of the Capel Cowboys. Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial here tonight. Right now here in the second uh, quarter, 2.50 left to go. Cowboys up 27 nothing on your Rowlett Eagles. Too far, too near. Amos in the backfield, and he's going to stand right up to Paul. There's Gilly in the fake jet sweep to Paul with the pass. Had to throw that one. He had number 31 on him uh, on the other side coming at him. Merle Hardler with Lawrence, as well as number 44, and he was egging down on him really, really quick. Well, Hull also uh, was double covered, and he kind of lost his footing as he was making his turn there, and uh, uh, really was not even close to the ball. Yeah, yeah number number forty four, McLean, I, uh, uh, McFarland. I got to get him in there. I'm just going to write it down. And here comes third down for the Eagles. Third down and ten, as they are looking to the side to get a play from the coach, see if they're going to change it. They are three far, one near for the Eagles. Amos in the backfield with DuPaul gets the snap, back to pass. There's a little timing pattern, and the Cowboys were all over it, and they're going to get a pass interference as they were not really uh, – McGill was there as well as number 24, Lemons, on the coverage, but they didn't – they knocked around the uh, intended receiver. Yeah, and and the, ball's, uh, the ball is a little bit short uh, – to hold, but uh, Lemons never turned around the ball. He actually put his hands up and face guarded uh, Hull as he was trying to bring that ball in. So they will get the uh, the uh, the first down. So they will mark that off 15 yards. I'm assuming there, Bill. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take it down to the 20 yard line of the Cowboys. Best field position. Last time they were at the 20 yard line, they turned the ball over. So the Eagles need to hold on to the ball as they're driving with 2.25 left to go in the second quarter. Too far, too near for the Eagles. Amos is going to be off the left to Topal. Amos is taller than Topal. So I would might, I would love to see a direct snap to Amos. It'd be just so cool. But I don't think they'll do that. Let's see what they do here. Get set. Gilly goes back in motion. Now back the other way. To Paul with the pass. Gets it off. Hall catches it at the 20-yard line, and he pushes it down to the 15-yard line. You see him hold it, that ball with two hands. He knew he had to hold on to it, and he is brought down there on the other side, McFarland. So here comes second down there at the line already. Second down and six for the Eagles. Three far, one near to Paul. Back in the backfield, they handed off to Amos, and Amos wrapped up immediately by Moe on the other side, number 91. He's going to lose about three or four yards as they'll place it at the 20-yard line as the clock continues to run here with a minute and 46 left to go here in the first half. Timeouts out on the football field. The Eagles have two, and uh, uh, so do the Cowboys. Three far, one near for the Eagles on second down and 10 with the ball 
at the, uh, what is that, about the seventh, about the 18-yard line. So the Eagles, they've got to get down to the 10-yard line for the first down. So second down and eight for the Eagles. Three far, one near. So Paul gets the snap, flat-footed, and he's going to get sacked and getting in there. Number 19 for the sack again, Brown. That's three sacks for Brown here tonight. Actually, they gave him that other one, so it's actually four, four sacks for Brown tonight. Well, and he just came in untouched. As, uh, they uh, uh, ran a blitz, and Amos was on the other side of the ball and uh, wasn't able to come across in time to get pick up that block. And that's going to bring up fourth down. They lost quite a few yards on that one as well, as it's going to be like fourth down and 16. And the Eagles now have got a decision to make because they're in that no man's land. That wind is big time. They'll place the ball down if they're going to kick the, the – the, uh, Field goal, they're going to place it down at around the 35, 36-yard line. So into the stiff wind. Yeah, I don't expect Orella to kick a field goal, but you're absolutely right. They're in a tough situation here um, because you're too far to go for it. You're about fourth and, what, 17. And uh, uh, you can't, you're too far to kick a field goal just based on the wind. So do you punt it here? Do you try to at least uh, go on fourth down and at least get uh, – Part of it, part of the yards back. That way, that's longer for uh, Capel to get down the field. So, there's some decisions to make here. I see. I'm looking on the sideline. I see Preston Weeks is parked down there. He's in there giving a listen. Uh, what's going on? This is going to be fourth down. As there's a timeout, we're going to go through the timeout here and keep it here as the Eagles with four turnovers here. Oh, mark that. Three turnovers here tonight. Um, I, well, and a turnover on down, so it's actually a turnover. But uh, the Eagles, you know, could be in this game by no question. Well, and there we had a turnover that we actually recovered, so yeah, uh, it, it could have been a lot worse. All right, Paul's still in the game as Preston Weeks had his ear in on what was going on down there. So you know what, I think uh, they, uh, they, didn't, they didn't have a plan to uh, play Weeks tonight, but I think they just wanted to use a decoy against Capel. Uh, Give them something to worry about. There's three far, one near for the Eagles here on fourth down. They are going to go for it, as unless they're going to take a step back and kick it. I don't know if Tapal did it, and there's going to be a timeout, and this time it's going to go with the Eagles. So there's a breakout on the football field. It means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. <laughs> We're a little cold in the press room in the media box here. It's probably nice and warm out there as the Rowlett Eagles here. Unfortunately, they are down 27 nothing with a minute and 13 seconds left to go in the first half as the Eagles are trying to figure out what they're going to do on fourth down. They wanted to see the uh, formation that the Cowboys were going to be in before they decided what they're going to do here. As they got two in the backfield with Amos and Lang, too far one near. 
is going to be the setup. Fourth down in about 16 as the Capel Cowboys are threatening the blitz here as they go ahead. Back to pass. So Paul has some time. Now it's going to break down and Brown again. His fifth sack on the evening here tonight for the Capel Cowboys. Big time. Mark that. Number 99, not 19. Jackson this time gets the sack. Well, and the bad thing about it is you actually give up more yardage as you uh, put the ball closer to the midfield. If they had even uh, just um, ran the ball up the middle, picked up three or four yards, it would still be about 10 to 15 yards uh, difference to where it is now. Not only that, there's a minute and six left to go here in the first half. Capel has plenty of time. They've still got one timeout left as well, as they didn't take one off for the Eagles. So the Eagles only have one in reality. And Bill says no. It's yeah, only they, two. they had taken one off earlier, but they still have three. Ah, got it. So yeah, it is correct. They should only have two timeouts left. All right, so here comes first down for the Cowboys. False start, so this one's not going to go anywhere. But they're going to continue to play all the way down the field, unless this was offsides again, Bill, because that play should have stopped. They took it all the way down to the 49-yard line, but there were no flags. Yeah, no, you had you had your tight end, you had a receiver that both jumped earlier. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. No flags. Pushed it down to the 49-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles. And boy, oh boy, look out because the wind is behind them. They're they're already in field goal range uh, from the gentleman this morning. Here we go. McBride with the pass. And it's caught at the 41-yard line. Wesley pushes them out of bounds. Ball caught there by Jackson. So they push the ball down again. It's going to be second down and about two for the Cowboys. Yeah, and just a simple throw, roll out to, uh, to the right-hand side, and uh, McBride, he's a receiver right along the sideline. Get the eight yards and get out of bounds and stop the clock. McBride is one of these guys, you know, he's not, you know, he's not huge on numbers and passing as he is 143 at 209, 18, well, I shouldn't have said that, 1,859 yards passing. So take that back, Sonny. 31 touchdown passes, guys. This guy knows what he's doing. Here comes McBride again on the roll out far side. Finds a man open at the 29-yard line. Pushed out of bounds by Uralad Eagles, not before it's a first down and not before it's getting his limits on the reco- uh, re- reception. And they're definitely in field goal range here with 48 yeah, seconds. Just giving them too much cushion there. Yeah, too much. Uh, 15 yards down the field. Not only that, that ball was in the air for a long time on that pass. So, and it brings up first down in 10 for the Cowboys. Ball's on the 28-yard line of the Eagles. They're going left to right on your internet radio dial with 48 seconds left to go. McBride now on the uh, play down the field, pushing it toward the end zone. It's going to be incomplete as he was rolling to this near side, tried to get it out to Jackson. Good coverage down the field by your Rowland Eagles. Wesley was there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a lot of hand jostling. Yeah, there was. The, but the referee did a great job keeping that uh, uh, flag in his pocket uh, um, and and not making a call on that. McBride's got one long pass this year, a 67 yards for a touchdown. They're not that far. So here comes second down, back to pass. McBride, and that – is going to be open all day long for him as it's just down and out there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's out a, there for to the 15 yard line. Third time just on this drive yeah. that they did that. And, and they'll do it all, and they'll they'll take it into the end zone because Capel is one of these teams that will say, "We'll we'll just keep doing it until you stop it." Mm-hmm. And that's the way that and that's the way they play. I as 
Tapel now again, first down and 10, ball on the 15-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles, too near. McBride has the time, puts up a tiny corner just out of the reach of the attended receiver on the other side, McGill, and on the coverage for your Rowlett Eagles. Can't catch the number there, Bill. Help me with that number. It was number 13. Uh, he, uh, he won't turn sideways. That was miles. <laughs> well, it looks like McBride is back there just having a little bit of fun. He, yep. I, mean, I don't think he's even working up a sweat out there. As they, he's just kind of nonchalantly getting out, uh, rolling out, stepping back, take a few steps back, and just throwing the ball down the field and having a little fun. And they, and they get some tight end work. The tight end goes in. He puts up two. I, I watched him. He does two quick blocks, and then he goes out in the passing routes too. So here comes McBride again. Pass across the middle, off the hands on the other side of McGill, and that's going to bring up fourth down. So they'll probably bring on the kicking unit there, Bill. Or no, maybe now it's third down. It's, it's third down now. It's third down now. I thought that was third down. So it's third down and 10 as the ball is still on the Eagles 15. Eagles tightening the belt near the goal line. We need to tighten it up a little bit down here as – I'm surprised they're not just doing that 10-yard out. Let's see if that's what they do here. Two near, one far. There's going to be a timeout by the Rowlett Eagles. So there's a breakout on the football field. It means a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree help. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let them know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. Here at the Couch Potato Sports Show, they're playing the John Cena song, and Bill turns to me and says, "Who's John Cena?" My my daughter got a letter from the WWE with the signed thing from John Cena. As here comes the pass here on uh, the snap, and they're just running around. They're trying to run out the clock, and there's going to be a. I, I can't even describe that play, Bill. It, it was just crazy. Um, as the ball was snapped, and McBride was just running around everywhere there. And I don't know if he was just trying to run out the clock, what he was trying to do, but there's going to be a late hit on the Rowlett Eagles to give the Eagles. McBride finally just slid down. And after he slid down, he hopped up. And number 89, Travis Ross for Rowlett just came and plowed him back over again. And we've seen that play in the NFL where guys are getting hit after you down. So they're going to get the penalty half the distance to the goal. But here's the thing, 16 seconds, first down and 10. As the ball snapped and they throw it into the ground, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if they just weren't ready or what that was all about. But you he know, got snapped and put it right down. You know, after the automatic was down, the clock started. So he had a play. They might not have a play set. So uh, it's going to be second down and goal. Balls, uh, no, mark that. Second down and 10 
as the ball's actually on the 11-yard line of the Rowlett Eagles. Sorry about that, folks, not letting you know. 27 nothing in favor of the Cowboys with 13 seconds left to go. Second down and 10 for the Cowboys. Back to pass. McBride has time. He's going to roll to this near side. He's going to throw the ball toward the corner, and it's caught by Jackson. Is it touchdown? Waiting for the call. Touchdown, Cowboys. As he caught that and as he caught it they wanted to make sure he maintained it as he went out of bounds and he did and the cowboys go up 33 nothing here with five ticks left to go in the first half yep yeah, mental mental mistakes out on the football field as the kick goes up and it goes down the middle. Uh, so the Cowboys take a 34 to nothing lead here with five seconds left to go in the first half. We'll be right back. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. We are back here. Five seconds left to go. The Eagles down 34-0 as there's still five ticks left to go here in this second half of play. As the Rowlett Eagles, we're going to replay uh, the first portion of the pregame show as Sunny did not load the halftime show, but we always fall back in case something like that happens. Uh, the first portion, we'll listen to the pregame show at halftime. As they go ahead and kick it, it goes out of bounds again. So the Eagles going to probably just take a knee and go into the halftime as, you know, and lick their wounds. And I, I don't even know what you talk about in the uh, locker room when you're down 34 nothing at halftime. Well, and we're here next to the coaches, uh, um, the coaches deck here. And not very happy. At. And no, they left here slamming doors and banging uh <laughs> countertops and whatnot, so I'm sure they didn't want to see the last five seconds themselves. Yeah, they, they just want to... Yeah, you, like, here you just try to save face, I guess, and more in the second half, as Capello's been in control of this game the whole uh, whole time. So, as they get set here, Eagles get the ball first down and 10. The delayed handoff, they give it to Lang. Lang's going to push it up down to the 34-yard line. That's going to do it for the first half of play here, as the Rowlett Eagles are down... That amount, 34 nothing. We're going to go ahead and go into our halftime. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Actually, we're going to just jump right into the halftime show. We'll be right back. And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold. Emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app. Look it in the mouth. Get amazing services. Thank you. 
welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverages in 2017-2018. Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, here on today's pregame show as your Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Capel Cowboys over in Capel at Eccles Stadium as your Rowlett Eagles are in the first round of the playoffs. Welcome into the pregame show. It is being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. Folks, for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutters, siding, water damage, anything that you need to get done regarding your home or you need a contractor for, you need to contact my buddy Butch Wesson over at Wesson General Contractors. He is going to take care of you in anything that you need. He will also advise you and help you get through the crazy world that is the insurance companies, and he can help you guide through the weathered storm that is headed your way. So make sure you come in contact with my buddy Butch Wesson over there at Wesson General Contractors, 214-200-5588. It is the first round of the playoffs. This could be the last pregame show of the season, or we could have yet another one, or another one, or another one, because what happens is it's the playoffs. It's a one and done. You win or go home, and that's what the playoffs are all about. That's what the excitement of the state tournament is all about. That is the excitement of what you got to see each and every week what you have to do in order to get a victory against a team that is quite frankly folks we don't know very much about oh but contraire mon frere we actually do know a little bit about the Capel Cowboys as the Capel Cowboys are a football team that the Rowlett Eagles took on last year at this same time in the first round but came up a little short And there's a lot of things that are the same, but a lot of things that are different. Same two teams. The Rowlett is on the road. Again, this year going to Echo Stadium. This game is the same teams. The fun that this is because of what happened last year, because there are some players on this team that were juniors, maybe even sophomores, that remember that they could not get a score in the fourth quarter to tie it up after they were able to tie it up in the third quarter. So there's players out on this football team that knows it. Now, a lot of things, other things that are different. This game, Friday night, tonight, 7.30. If you remember correctly, last year, this was a Saturday game in the afternoon, which, by the way, was a beautiful day for a a game of football. Also, a little bit different, 
we are not with our quarterback this year. Preston Weeks, unfortunately, went down to a season-ending injury uh, against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots just the week before the last game of the season. So that little bit of the difference is, is that we don't have the guy that we depend upon to make the plays on the offensive side of the ball, whether it be through the air or, let's be frank, folks, he is one of the best running quarterbacks in our district, if not the best running back in this district, and or best quarterback runner in the district uh, as far as getting that that those couple of yards you need. I mean, this guy was money if it was third down and two or fourth down and two. This guy could get the yards when they were needed because of his size and because of his athleticism and things of that sort. This year, unfortunately, we don't have that Preston Weeks, the guy that can get the job done, the guy that can deliver the two yards when we need it. We have to depend upon another quarterback this week because of the injury that happened in Lakeview Centennial. Now, if you also remember the Lakeview Centennial Patriots as well, they lost their quarterback as well in that game. So this was a game in the uh, Lakeview Centennial game where we needed to have our guy come on and make the plays. And he did. As when you turn to your backup quarterback, you want them to be able to guide you and get you where you need to go. Chase Dupal, junior for the Rowlett Eagles, we'll probably see him next year, okay, had a very good game in relief in Garland as he had to take the start. He was 17 of 25 for 243 yards. Pass completion percentage, 68%. Ha <laughs> ha, not too bad. Also, passing the ball 14.1 yards. He did have an interception, but he did have a touchdown pass as well. Quarterback rating of 95.9. And when you have a guy come off the bench, you can't really expect more, especially when you get the victory against the Garland Dows, which, by the way, this is the Garland Dows that ended up the season with a 1-9 record. You would not have been able to tell that by the effort that was put out on the football field by this Garland Dows football team. I'm going to tell you right now, this was a tough football game. They put it out there. They had a rough time in the first quarter. They had a rough time in the second quarter. But they were coming back against the Rowland Eagles. And Chase Dupal was getting his feet underneath them. Because the Eagles, they didn't score in the first quarter either. The first frame was a blank. 0-0. Which told you that Dupal was just getting the feel of the game. And when you watch the numbers... In this game, you, you kind of see what ended up happening in reality. In the second quarter, got more feet up under him. Two touchdowns in that quarter, although they did miss the extra point. They were up 13-3 as Garland was only able to muster a field goal attempt that was good. And they went into halftime with a score of 13-3. So go in, make the adjustments at halftime. And what do you want your quarterback to do in a backup role? Control the game. Don't lose the game for you. 
just control the game. And the Raleigh Eagles were able to do that in the second half as they had the 10-point lead going in halftime. They were able to match touchdowns with the Garland Dallas, who were definitely trying to do it. Uh, you know, a couple of turnovers uh, for the Rowlett Eagles that happened that gave the Owls an opportunity to get points up on the board. And that's one thing, unfortunately, for the Owls, they were unable to do this year, which was be able to um, get the benefit of the turnovers by scoring. And that did not happen. So in the game, the Raleigh Eagles did get the victory against the Garland Dallas, 27-17. 63 total offensive plays for the Raleigh Eagles. Of those 63, 27 of them were first down. That is a crazy stat when you look at it because almost one-third of the plays that were put out on the football field were for first downs. Eagles kept their penalties down in this game, too, which I don't know if we would have expected. If you really think about it, when you have the backup quarterback in there, what is about to happen? The timing, the chemistry, and things of that sort. A lot of offensive flags, you know, false starts and things of that sort. The Rowlett Eagles actually kept that down. Only Of the three penalties that were thrown in that game against the Rowlett Eagles, only two of them were the offense. One side was the defensive side of the ball. So uh, only 35 penalty yards for the Eagles against the Garland Owls. And and let's just take a look at the stats. We talked about Chase uh, Tupal as he was 17 of 25, 243 for um, a total of one touchdown and one interception. But watch some of these numbers that are popping up and some of the names. And the Rowlett Eagles did this very well. And and a couple of other reasons as there were some injuries in that game as well, as we did not see a lot of Monte Lang in that game. We didn't see a lot of Chauncey Amos in that game as well. Now that could have been strategy because where we were calling the game in the booth, once you opened up the door into the other side, there were Coppell uh, Cowboy coaches and scouts and they're scouting that game. So that could have been a very strategic plan for the Rowland Eagles uh, to get their minds on some other things, such as how about a young cat that goes in there and makes some big-time noise by running the football. And I'm talking about Chargade Hunt as he's a sophomore. He had six rushes for 78 yards. This guy was electric as he went in and filled in for Lang and Amos. Also, Chase Tupal, he had 18 carries for 83 yards, and he dove into the end zone a couple of times as well. So as you look at Chase Tupal, not only did he throw the touchdown pass, he got into the end zone with his legs, which is very impressive. Uh, Hunt, on those six uh, rushes for 78 yards, one of them was for a touchdown, and he ripped one off for 31 yards. It was his first carry, and no one expected it. Big time rushing that happened by him. He averaged 13 yards a carry in that game. So, I, you know, whether Lang or Amos were actually hurt, we got an opportunity to see the future. Number 34, uh, Chauncey Hunt for uh, Char J Hunt. Uh, is a future at the running back position for your Rowlett Eagles. So we're, we're going to really look forward to seeing him next season. Receiving the ball, a lot of people caught the ball. There were 17 catches, 
And out of those 17 catches, there were a total of seven people that caught balls. And, and folks, that's, that's an incredible number when you look at it. Because of the fact of how this game was played, the ball needed to be delivered. Five catches for Dakota Gilly for 46 yards. One catch, 17 yards for Madre. One catch for 28 yards for Booker. One catch for Amos for 17 yards. Two catches, 28 yards for Evans. Bobby Chappelle, one catch uh, for 37 yards. Look at those numbers on those one catches. Look at the yards. All over 10 yards except for Amante Lang, who caught one for six yards. So you got to like the numbers that were coming, delivering the ball and getting into where they had to. Also, look at the guys that were catching the ball. We're getting some action from Antonio Hall, who has had a good season for your Rowlett Eagles. He got the touchdown. He had five catches in this football game. Five catches for a touchdown, 81 yards. And this guy's a sophomore. Jerry Evans, he's a junior. We're going to see him next year. Also, out of the backfield, Amos, he's only a junior. We're going to see that guy next year. So a young football team getting a lot of experience as both Lang and, um, and Amos got action last year in this game against the Capel Cowboys. So uh, lots of stuff that were going on. A fumble loss as well uh, for Chase uh, to Paul. So it means he needs to keep his hands on the ball. So a couple of turnovers, but it was his first game as the starter. And he calmed down very well in the second half of that football game. So you got to give the guy some credit going in. Also, if you think about it and we talk about the size, you look at Preston Weeks. Preston Weeks was one big, tall dude. Topoff is a little bit different as this young man is not the tallest guy out on the football field for your Rowlett Eagles. And especially at a uh, position where you expect a big time, uh, you know, big time size at that quarterback. So for the season for Topoff, uh, two passing touchdowns. Average of 83 yards a game, but that was in in um, substitution in one, and also in you know full action in the other. Total passing for him 332 yards for the Rowland Eagles. 28 pass completions of 39, and only one interception. So that the ratio and the numbers for Chase Dupal are very good for the Rowland Eagles. So you got to look at some of the things that he has done. And we can go back to Lakeview Centennial Patriots as he was 7 of 8 for 61 yards and a touchdown. After the first drop, and that drop came from Evans, he was 7 in a row and for 61 yards and a touchdown. So big-time stuff there. Also, if you look at it, this guy does use his legs against the Garland Dallas. 18 rushes for 83 yards and two touchdowns. So he knows when to use his legs. He sees the problems. He sees the uh, things coming his way, and he makes those adjustments, and he makes them very well. Now, in this game against the Capel Cowboys, they are definitely going to have to do something like that, which is keep track of what's coming their way. So like what we're seeing from our young quarterback for the Rowland Eagles as they get set to take on the Capel Cowboys. Now, what we're going to do now 
is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to hear from our sponsors as well as our main sponsor of the pregame show, Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. For all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutters, siding, or any kind of water damage or whatever you would need, that general contractor for, make sure you get a hold of my good buddy, Butch Wesson at Wesson General Contractors, 214-200-5588. Let's take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show where we come back we'll take a look at some of the other stats and compare them up against the Coppell Cowboys here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network we'll be right back at Wesson General Contracting Incorporated we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs we are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costcoinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Go, 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 go
Saturday, Working Man in Sports Radio, with your coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team as your Eagles make their way into the first round. They travel over to Echo Stadiums over in Capel to take on the Capel Cowboys tonight at 7.30, not 7 o'clock like all year long. But 7.30 as we get started and everybody in the state of Texas starts their first rounds of the playoffs here tonight. And you know, we got some other teams within our district that are in the playoffs. Oh, who are those? The Saxe Mustangs, an undefeated football team that made their way into the playoffs, ranked number six within the state of Texas. And folks, the Rowlett Eagles should have gave them that one Tick underneath the L, but were unable to do so in the second half of the game when they went head-to-head over at a um, a very full stadium. I'm talking about Williams Stadium as the Rowlett Eagles were unable to close that one out and give the Saxe Mustangs the scare that they might have needed to have some success a little bit more, you know, and make it further in the playoffs as they are, again, ranked number six in the state. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots are in action as well as they take on Hebron tonight here. And so that should be an interesting game as well. That game is actually happening here locally. So watch out for that one. And, folks, you can say whatever you want, but the Naaman Forest Rangers came roaring back. And, folks, ever since we started covering the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team. That was when Logan Bonner was a sophomore. And you were talking about five years ago. Ever since then, up to this year, the Naaman Forest Rangers have only won three football games in the four years prior that we covered Raleigh Eagles varsity football. So needless to say, the turnaround for that school and where they are with them being in the playoffs, congratulations to those two football teams. Also understanding at the same time they move into it. And and Sonny finally figured out why it's important. Because the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Neiman Forest Rangers, they're pretty good football teams. And they're football teams that do not have a full roster. You look at the name of Forest Rangers, there were only 42 football players on that roster. There were only 38 for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So you look at the rosters and where they are. So they need to be into a different division because you got guys that are playing both sides of the ball over there for those two football teams. And the energy that it takes to play both sides of the ball for a whole football game, some of those boys are going to get tired. Some of them are playing vital positions where if you're not fully ready or tired or not able to keep up, you could end up getting burnt. I'm talking about those defensive backs for, for those teams that have t- guys that play the wide receiver and cornerback because they're the fastest ones on the team as well, um, So and they can use their hands. So them being a natural defender for a team like that turns out to be pretty good, but you also have the fatigue factor that you got to worry about 
in those games. So that's why there's Division ones and or Division A's and Division B's, where Lakeview, as well as the Neiman Forest Rangers, went into the B divisions uh, within the league as far as – and it goes by population, and obviously, you know, that has an effect upon the rosters that are out on the football field. Your Rowlett Eagles are in the playoffs again for a record 16th time, folks, and that is a huge number as this is a football team that has played very well at times of this year and then not so much on the Netherlands as they had, a. if you remember correctly, this is a football team that did not have a good, that did not have good success in their out-of-district games. They ended up one and three, but they took on some powerhouses of those four teams that they took on in the preseason out-of-district games. Only one didn't make the playoffs. And um, it wasn't the one that they got the victory against. So that having been said, that the, you see how this whole out-of-division thing works and how it prepares you to go into your own district games. And that's what the Rowlett Eagles uh, had the... Uh, had the luxury of because those hard games I think really really put them in a position within their district only lost to an undefeated Saxe Mustangs team and folks let's just be honest they should have went undefeated in district they should have won that football game as they let that one slip through their fingers in the fourth quarter so the Rowlett Eagles they start battling they start fighting they start staying in games that they are able to, and we we can see some success here. Now, let's be honest, folks. When you're looking at this football game and where the Rowlett Eagles are today and with the personnel, the Rowlett Eagles, let's just say, nobody is predicting them to get this victory tonight. You want to talk about locker room uh, uh, things that they can live by. No one's expecting this win. I mean, you've got everything that you can motivate your football team to go in and quite possibly shock the Coppell Cowboys. Now, we're going to talk to uh, Bill Cerna, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. is he, he doesn't know if the Raleigh Eagles can get the job done. I'm going to tell you, I think they can. And normally, if you listen to us in the booth sometimes, when we're off air and things and we're talking about the team, it's normally me not being the optimistic one. But when you got a Chase DuPaul that's coming in, there's not a lot of film on this guy. You only can go back to the Garland House. Now, that having been said, as I mentioned earlier here in the pregame show, at that Garland Owls game, there were three, not one, not two, but three scouts from the Coppell Cowboys looking over what the Rowlett Eagles were doing from play to play to play. So, I and I'm sure the Rowlett Eagles, when the Coppell Cowboys were in action, there were scouts and coaches over there for that game as well. And... What it is about this, these districts and what's going on, they're able to get the film back and forth now, which is wonderful, and they can see everything so they know what to be ready for. The scouts are working on tendencies while they are there, and you can say whatever you want about the Coppell Cowboys. They got that victory last year, and it could have been what they've seen you know, when they were scouting last year because they were there last year for the final game as well. So that right there 
That's a football team that wants to know what's coming their way. So the Cowboys want to be ready for the Rowlett Eagles there in the first round. So the Eagles obviously at the same time had their scouts out there ready to rock and roll. So the Rowlett Eagles did get the victory 27-17 to on their final game of the season as far as out through the regular season and through district. And it was nice to see that football team have the success within district because of the out of district not success, not having that success. Football team that went six and four on the season, five and one in district. So Doug Stevens um, definitely had his team going. Let's review what happened through the season starting out on September. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer fields. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. All right, everybody, welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as the Eagles are going to receive the kick here in the second half as they are down here in the first round of the 2017 Texas State Playoffs. It is 34-0. I don't know what you talk about in the halftime to try to get yourself motivated to get back into this one. But, you know, it's really one drive at a time. And the defense, I think, you know, even though it's 34 nothing, the defense has played good. I mean, trying to find the positives, obviously, at a 34 nothing game at halftime, you got to find the positives. The defense hadn't played too bad as the kick is going to go out of bounds. And that's all they've been doing here this whole game. But really the positives, you know, the defense, I think, has played well here in the first half of this game. Um, and now it's just a matter of just putting some drives together. Well, and that, that's the key word is putting drives together. And what you do is you cannot uh, score 34 points all at one time. Uh, you know, rally coaches have to let them know, hey, you got to take one drive at a time, and then we got to make some stops. we got to get our defense off the field. They would spend a lot of time on, on uh, the field in the first half. So now here come the Eagles, first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line as the Eagles are going to try to put something together. We'll see what happens here as first down. Back to pass to Paul. Gets the ball off off the hands of Lang. The ball falls incomplete as the Rowlett Eagles unable to get anything on first down. Well, and then in the first half, you know, Rowlett really did well on the ground. Uh, um, I, I think they'd like to throw the ball a couple times here, start the second half, see if they get a little bit comfortable on, in the passing game. And uh, if it doesn't work, uh, go back to, to what was working in the first half. So here comes second down and 10 for the Eagles from their own 25-yard line going right to left on your internet radio dial. A little delayed handoff and pushing it up the middle is Lang. Look at Lang. No, actually, that's Amos. Look at Amos. 24-yard carry. All the, no, that was Lang, and he's brought down on the other side there by McGill. 
well, on that run right up the middle has been working all night long for both Lang and Amos. And Lang is in the backfield as the Rowlett Eagle now moved first and 10 for the 48 yard line in the 23 on the last running play. We far one near to Paul option on the quarterback keeper, and he's going to be taken down the 49-yard line again gain a one as he was popped around there, number nine on the stop for the foul Cowboys Parker. Thank you, Bill. So clock is going to continue to run here as the running plays don't stop the clock, so the Eagles just want to put some stuff together so far. Looking pretty good here coming out of the tunnel here in the third quarter. Quick pass on the side. Caught by Hall. Hall tried to split some defenders. Only gain of about two or three. That will depend upon the spot when they mark it. And that will bring up now a third down for your Raleigh Eagles if they move to the 48-yard line of the Cowboys. Again, going right to left on your internet radio dial. Three far, one near. Mark, yep, three far, one near for the Eagles. And again, as Lang is in the backfield, they hand it off to Lang. Lang's going to get wrapped up right at the 50. In fact, they're going to lose the yard there. And that's going to bring up now a third down for the Eagles. Well, great penetration by uh, the Capel defense to bottle up the middle of the field there. And I'm not sure. They have a whole change. Okay, now it's fourth down. So it's fourth down for the Eagles. I was watching the down clock. I knew it was wrong, but sometimes I don't like to question that because suddenly doesn't get it. It is fourth down for the Eagles, and they're going to go ahead and punt. They go ahead and get the ball off, and it's going to take a rowlet bounce, and it's going to be picked up near the 20. Oh, I thought he touched it. I thought he touched it, and they're going to run it in for a touchdown. He did. Jackson got his hand on it. They're going to nope. say, no, he did not. And that's what well, he – And the official threw the beanbag, which says it's the same as the fumble. So That's uh, what I thought. Yeah. So if the beanbag goes down, that means it was touched correct. on a kick. And so that means the ball was live where it was live. I thought he got a hand on it, Bill, is what yeah, I thought. Yeah, I did too. Absolutely. And nope. they're going to say it's going to be cowboy ball. Um, so And if you could hear the the, the booze coming from the rally side, I, I could have swore he got a hand on it, but – uh, the officials say different as they overturn that call, and it's going to be first down for the Cowboys from their own 20-yard line. So the Eagles unable to move the ball on their first drive of the third quarter brings on the Capel Cowboys offense, and the offense has been clicking not just here tonight but all year long as their only loss goes to the Allen Eagles. So they're set too far one near. They're going to hand it off. Hurt up the middle. And Hurts is bouncing off players and and, and uh, defenders. Maybe a game of two on the stop there is Wade for the Rowlett Eagles. It's going to bring up a second down in about six. Player down out on the football field. Going to try to walk it out as a Buchan. And the Buchan trying to shake this one off. He, I think, he, he, you know, he wants to try to stay in. If he can give it a go, he's going to give it a go. It looks wobbly, though, there, Bill. Yeah. Something like you see uh, somebody having a little bit too many drinks. So he's, <laughs> I don't know if he's dizzy or what. So let's see what happens here on a second down and 
seven for the Cowboys as they hand the ball off. Hurt finds the hole on the far side, takes it down to the 32-yard line. So the Capel Cowboys, they get that first down off a run on the left-hand side there. That was just too easy there. Bro. Well, and what happened was Chase Taylor came into uh, uh, to Blitz, and uh, they ran that ball right towards uh, the area where Chase Taylor was, was at. Abukin does come off the football field for the Rowlett Eagles. So they're going to check on him, make sure he is okay. But here comes first down for the Cowboys. Again, go left to right on your internet radio dial in their orange jerseys and white pants are the Cowboys. Man in motion, stops at the line. They go ahead, hand it off to Hurt. He's coming to this near side, gets around the corner to the 40. Now to the 50, splits the defender to the 40, now to the 30, and trying to break tackles. He gets down to the 20-yard line before the Raleigh Eagles can bring him down on the stop number 22 for your Raleigh Eagles, and that was uh, Seals on the stop. Well, and uh, just a big uh, big run play. It was something simple. It was just off tackle, and uh, he came up the uh, right-hand sideline and, and uh, was untouched for about 40 yards. They take it down to the 21-yard line of the Eagles. So the Cowboys 21 yards away from pay dirt as they got too far, one near, one in the backfield. This is usually the one where they just go ahead and hand it off, and that's exactly what they do. They give it to Miguel. Miguel's brought down by number five for your Raleigh Eagle starts. And, and, and McGill plays both sides of the ball. He plays cornerback for the Cowboys as well as a running back and wide receiver. This guy is everywhere. He's that. He's that what you call utility guy. That yeah, and, and uh, a productive. Team like Capel, like you don't see a, a player that will play both sides of the ball. So to see him uh, on such a big team playing on both sides of the ball just shows you how athletic uh, that young man is. Yeah, the talent level has got to be there. I mean, the speed is obvious. As they go ahead, they pitch it off to the left-hand side, and they give it to Heath. And then on the stop for your Raleigh Eagles, number 55, I'm assuming, mark that note. It's not five, just five. <laughs> I thought he was saying 55. It was starts. So I was like, okay, 55. So I ended up counting fingers for him. <laughs> yeah, he was waving to me. <laughs> so he, I just imagine I had my hand up, one hand up, and I was counting fingers on the other hand. <laughs> but he shook it the first time, so I thought he was going 55. Here we it's go. Cold, it's cold here. Get it squared away, going to the end zone, overthrows the – oh, no, that was almost a catch. He was out of bounds as – oh, yeah. I, I, well, he's up and running. I think he was grabbing the toe there. He kind of landed yeah, weird. Yeah, well, and I think he's, you know, one of those uh, – oh, he li- Yeah, he's limping it. Those, it's coming on more. Uh, it's one of those turf toes uh, Jack, that uh, really can uh, mess you up a little bit. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, and you, this is turf, too. So it's not like it's grass and it isn't. So the Raleigh Eagles defense holds – However, they're going to go ahead and kick the extra or the extra point, the field goal. They're going to put that down at the 27-yard line. 37-yard field goals goes up, and I don't know if that's good, Bill, but it, it is. is. It's good. So the Cowboys increase their lead to 37 nothing with six minutes and 14 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the couch with Taylor. You're listening to the coverage of the 2017 Raleigh Eagles varsity football team. We'll be right back. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. 
soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. We are back here at Echoes Stadium, Buddy Echoes Stadium, here in Coppell, Texas, as the Eagles down 37 nothing, 614. Left to go here in the third quarter as the wind blew the ball off the tee again. Peyton Ernest is a gymnast, a graduate here of the Coppell Cowboys High School here. And so a gymnast. I've actually heard of him because I do watch some gymnastics during during the, um, the Olympics as well as the trials to get there. So they go ahead and kick this one off. It's going to go into the end zone. So the Eagles are going to start at their own 25-yard line. Now, hey, hey, Cole Green, you might have heard he plays in the NBA. Uh, so he is a professional basketball player. So um, now, some other words, a Corey Clubber, uh, a professional basketball player as well, and is also the 2014 American League Cy Young winner of 2014 American League Cy Young winner, Corey Clubber. Mm-hmm. Was he? I did see. Now, I didn't know that. See, they need to update their Wikipedia page. <laughs> ah, there we go. So, there you go. So, some of the notable alumni here, we'll talk about some more of those as the Allied Eagles on first down, keeping it and getting it to Paul. So, Paul takes it down to the 35-yard line, gain of 11. They're going to put him at the 30, in between the 35 and 36. And there it is. You know, the running game has been working here tonight for the Allied Eagles, whether it be handing it off or just going ahead and keeping it to Paul. But Tupal has put the wall on the ground a couple of times as well. So too far, one near for the Eagles on first down and 10 from the 36. They hand it off. Keeping around the corner is Lang with a stiff arm. Pushes it to the 44-yard line. Got a little help there from one of the defenders. On the stop there is number 24, Lemons, as well as number five on the other side. Uh, and I had to pronounce this one. Ogabugu. Ogabugu? Oh, oh, see, see if you can name. We'll get in a second. Here comes about second down and one for the Eagles as they hand off to Amos. Amos is going to get the first down as he's tackled from behind on the other side by Brown. So, so did you get it? Number five. Number five. See if it, I got Ogabugu. No, Ogabugu. Yeah, maybe Ogabugu. 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 Yeah, something like that. I didn't ask anybody either. As Topal, Topal keeps it as a quarterback keeper. He's going to take it up to the 48-yard line. Brown again on the stop. Wow, so two of them within four years or three years of each other. So the guy definitely knows what he's doing, throwing the football, throwing the baseball. Too far, one near for the Rowlett Eagles here on second down. Balls on their own 48-yard line. 
So the Eagles trying to get a good drive here in the third quarter, try to get into the end zone as they've been blanked here as they hand the ball off to Amos. Amos finds the hole, breaking tackles again, and he's pushed down before he's brought down by two or three of them. They're going to put him down at the 42-yard line before he is marked down there by the Coppell Cowboys. Liggins, he's playing both ball too. On the ground. Two, yep. All right, hand it off again. Give it this time to Lang. Lang's going to take it down to the 36-yard line before he you know, marked that. That was a motion. Brown again on the stop. Brown, Brown is a guy that makes plays for this defense. Yeah, he's got like a, like a sneak uh, uh, Taylor. 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 Uh, he, he's kind of all over the Versatile. Place. Very versatile for the, uh, for the Cowboys. So, here comes this now a second down and five for the Eagles as they place the ball on the 36-yard line. Ball is on the ground. I don't know. No, to Paul kept it or handed off to Lang, actually. Or was there a direct snap to Lang? No. I missed it. And Moe with the stop for the Cowboys. So... That's going to give the Eagles a first down and 10 on the 28-yard line of the Cowboys. Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial. 2.45 left to go in the third quarter, down 37 nothing. Eagles trying to at least put up a, one of those pride uh, touchdowns as they hand it off to Amos. Amos is going to take it to the 25-yard line before he's brought down by number 42, Edwards, for the Cowboys. That's going to bring up a second down for the Rowlett Eagles as the Eagles now just, just trying to save faith here. And then we t- talked about it, you know, during halftime. Now it's time to save faith a little bit. Let's get up on the board. Let's put a little, let's get some side points up there at least so they can at least walk away knowing they got into the end zone. So there's a man in motion and that is going to be Lang. He's going to go in too far too near. Now Lang going to go to the other side as the coach said he went to the wrong side. There's the snap to Paul with the screen and a one-handed snap. Nova hit the ground and Topal is down. He got popped by Brown as he got around number 75 of your Rowlett Eagles on the offensive line and he took he took a big hit there, Bill. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, he, he could barely get that ball over Brown uh, to get that uh, screen pass, but wasn't able to reach the receiver. He's definitely feeling it as he was huffing and puffing as he was waiting for the call. Too far, one near, two in the backfield with Tupal. As maybe they'll be using the blocking scheme here because he's been running like crazy. Tupal back to pass. Ball's caught up off the hands. And that has been one of the stories of the Eagles and Hall. But you also got to remember this is a sophomore, so we'll see him more next year and the year after that. But that's the ball he's got to bring in there, Bill. Yeah, you're right. You've got to bring that ball in. Yep, especially in the playoffs. Now, granted, you're down 37 nothing, but that doesn't help the uh, help the momentum of what little momentum that they have pulled here within this drive. And now they're sitting down here, fourth down and eight, and they have to go for it because kicking a field goal does them absolutely no good when you're down 37 nothing. So they to Paul with the snap. He's going to go ahead. He's going to get sacked, and it's going to be a turnover and down after the sack, number five, and that was Ogabugu. 
on that sack and it's slow to get up as to Paul and he's going to limp off to the side. We may see another quarterback come in as there's been a couple of guys that they brought over and uh, they got Zach Pavago and another one. Who was there? And thank you. Robin, Alex Robin, number 33 uh, route. So we got to find out if there's going to be that going on or will they put in Preston Weeks at this point? I mean, I doubt it. So they go ahead and hand it off to Hurts. Hurts off to the left-hand side. He might have even lost a yard or two and about a yard. So they lost a yard on that one as on the left uh, on the left-hand side, number 97 of your Rowlett Eagles was there on the stop. And that, of course, that was Chris Abbott. And the clock continues to run in the third quarter with a minute left to go. Cowboys up 37-0. They're going left to right on the internet radio dial, second down and about 10 or 11. Yet they've moved it. So it's going to be second down and 11. No gain on that last play. As too far, one near for the Cowboys, one in the backfield for the Cowboys as well. They go ahead, hand it off, dancing around out there is Keith. He's pushing it up to the, about the 42-yard line. As number five for your Rowlett Eagles was there on the stop start. And a couple of others, friends out there, Wade as well. And number 21 for your Rowlett Eagles, Canyon. So everybody getting involved on that tackle. Well, this is a big third down and they may go for it on fourth down they've they've been able to move the ball um keep it out of the Rowlett eagles hands and keep it on the ground too as this has been pretty much a very fast third quarter because both teams have been running the football so the clock is going to go down to the end of the third quarter so there's going to be a breakout on the football field it means a break here on the couch potato sports show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network will be right back. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting, but if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income and security may not be exciting, but your needs have changed. When you're ready for a more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, where we specialize in crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Visit them on the web at nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. Welcome back to Buddy Echo Field as we're going over some of the scores so far around in the first round of the playoffs. Right now, uh, your sax, uh, the Saxy uh, Mustangs are having a little bit of trouble with Lake Highlands. They're up 42-28 uh, to 28 with uh, three minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, another uh, team that we played early in the season, uh, Plano High, is uh, really fighting well against uh, the, the Trinity Trojans. They're uh, uh, down 14-7 to 7 going into the fourth quarter here. Uh, the Allen Eagles are taking care, taking care of Hebron as they're up 41 to 17 with four minutes left in the third quarter. Have you heard of Sharon Mathia? She's a singer. Yeah. I only saw her because I read your screen. <laughs> yeah, 
Kelsey cheater. I've never heard of her. As we start the fourth quarter, a quick pass on the far side, almost intercepted by your Eagles. As it is a quick pass on the near side, and your Raleigh Eagles number 22 Seals was right there. He put a big bear claw. Yeah, and great job on Seals to get penetration from that blocker to get to the receiver. So, um, you're absolutely right. So, uh, like I mentioned, you could stop him right here, uh, uh, hold him to a punt. Tried to get set. They got a 
two in the backfield, one in the eye and one out to the left, and uh, the person in the eye lane is going to go out to the far side, waiting on the snap. They, and they, I, I, if we hear the coach, they were like, where's the snap? So, because that play was definitely to get the lane out on the far side, as he is very well versed at being in the open field and breaking tackles. Well, and then uh, the play clock was uh, down to one when they snapped the ball, so that's what the coaches were getting so alarmed about. It uh, looks like DePaul is going to be out for the evening as uh, he's actually on the bench right now, so I think his night is uh, is done. Too far, one near play action, and it was meant to go to the other side. I think it was intended for your Raleigh Eagles Evans on the far side, but he was marked up in a block right there, though, Phil. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't, you know, you have a sophomore starting for the or in the game for the first time on the varsity level. Uh, I just think there's just a, a miscommunication between him and the receiver. So that's going to bring up now fourth down and one, and the Eagles are going to go for it. Why not? But it's on their own 38-yard line. As they get the snap, they give it to the Amos. Amos gets the first down to the 40, now to about the 46. He brought down by number seven on the other side, Williams, as well as another uh, one of his buddies, Agabugu, on the stop. That's going to be enough for the first down. This comes with someone like Katsugugu, one of those 80s fans. Remember the one hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah, you're I think you just lost a lot of our uh, listeners on that one. See how many times Rowlett's been on the Capal uh, uh, side of the field. Is I think this is probably about the fifth or sixth time they've been on that side of the field. but they were, did run it uh, in the middle of the field uh, and was successful. So, I mean, the running game has been there all night long. And they, they will be coming out, not just hurt, they're tired. These have been two big runs out there. Three far, one near, and carrying about four or five players. Here's the pass on the far side, getting the other side to Evans. And the pass, that's the play. I think they wanted to play down there. He's going to take it down to the 22-yard line. Game of six before he's brought down by the Capitol Cowboys on the other side there. And that was Mitchell. So, second down, clock continues to run. 6.41 left to go here in the game tonight. 37 to nothing in favor of the Cowboys here. They're probably going to get the victory here tonight. The Eagles trying to get that prime touchdown. Three near, one far for the Eagles. One in the backfield. That is going to be Amos. And uh, keeping it, following it, 
is the quarter mile ground following Amos, but he's not going to get very far before he drops down on the other side there by Lopez. Well, Rob needs to make sure and uh, tuck that ball in as he's uh, keeping a little bit uh, outside of his body, and uh, that's an easy, uh, easy risk for it getting uh, swiped out of his hands. I think uh, we need to see a rally at touchdown just so we can get your call at least one more time this yeah, season. One more time. Uh, let me clear the voice here. Maybe that's a good good call there, Bill. Too far one year for the Eagles. He says, yeah, you're right. Because um, we're moving into basketball, and i got to get my basketball case. Well, and you got to stick around for the last uh, five, five minutes and 40 seconds just to hear what we're going to say. Yeah, just hear what we're going to do. I mean, there's going to be a timeout on the football field. So if the timeout on the football field means there's going to be a break here on the Cowboys Sports Show, we'll be back here after the message from Wesson General Contracting. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. By the way, the singer, I, I, got the, I got the scoop on her. Her name is Sharon Mathena. She finished in the top ten of The Voice. That's what it is. Never I watched the, the Voice, but I don't remember their names. So it, yeah, never watched The Voice. I, that's my actually the, my favorite one now that, you know, but the other one with I was too busy watching the real world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real world. Boy, that brings back memories that there's a yellow hanky out on the football field. So looks like a Rowlett. They're counting twelve players on the field for Rowlett. Is that what it is? Good good call out there. Emmanuel Moody, a professional football player, he is signed by the Buffalo Bills and undrafted free agent. Back in 2011, he played his college football at the University of Florida for the Gators. And so he also played in the Fall Experimental League for the Boston Brawlers. Now, I actually know who that is because, you know, we kind of keep track of that kind of stuff. So here come the Eagles here, third down and two, as they are on the 20-yard line of the Cowboys. They're going to keep the ball. Keep it is Amos. Amos is just going to duck his head and try to push forward. Um, for the uh, mark that it wasn't third down. See, that's the, I should not have looked at that scoreboard there, Bill, because when I did, it was wrong. It was actually uh, second down and or third down and for about eight. And what was the number there? It was number 29 on the stop on the other side. And that was there's another one, Bill. This was one I didn't want to call. Agwula. I I have no clue. <laughs> His first name's Tochi. We're gonna leave it. Tochi. 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 So here's third down and six for the Eagles. Agwula Ibu. Agwula Boo. Agwula Boo. That's what I think I came up with. So, because hey, I put the little dashes in between to try to get it. Ooh, here's cool. fourth down for the Eagles. Fourth and six. They're going to go to the end zone. Pushing the off down there is Booker. It hits the ground as they were fighting the battle in the end zone. 
Number 40 on the stop for the Cowboys on the other side. Lopez making the good play on the ball. A little bit underthrown as well. It was a little bit underthrown, but it was a good ball to put there in the corner of the end zone and still keep it in bounds. So a decent ball thrown. I think you just need to throw that ball just a little bit earlier. But you know what? This uh, young man's only a sophomore. I think we're going to be calling his name a little bit more for uh, in the next couple of years. So that gets the Rowlett Eagles on the defensive side of the ball after the turnover on downs. It's like uh, Walker Kane is now in for quarterback for uh, uh, the Cowboys. Walker Kane, number six. As he gets the snap, they hand it off, getting around the corners, Heath. And there's the yellow hanky for the hold as the Eagles, and they're going to give that hold to the number <laughs> Say that number, number 56. I'm not even going to try it. I, you know, number 56 is uh, Don Jegenfelder. What is it? Uh, Don Jegenfelder. Je- okay. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Another day, so they'll back him up 10 on the hold. Eric Nieder. You know, I, I've heard of him. He's a Christian singer. I have heard of him. No. Eric Nieder. And I listen to Christian music all not, the time. Not because I don't. I, I don't, but I just, I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's locally, and I've heard of him. You know, I want to get back to something more important. We talked about giving me a flag last year. No, no. We started that at the beginning of the year. You're just remembering. We just, okay. We're, we will get you a flag. <laughs> I might run down the field and get one of the fizzles. <laughs> See if we can get one as the Cowboys hand the ball off the heat. Big hit on the far side there, Bill. Yeah, that was a, a great shot. Matter of fact, um, his helmet came off. I'm just checking to make sure his head's still on his shoulders. But, uh, yeah, that was a great hit by number 32, uh, Annis Henderson, for uh, – well led as he knocked him out of bounds there. Hey, now it, it, I'm going to mention one that you will know. Dan Randabaugh. Dan Randabaugh. You've heard of him. Where have I heard him? That name. AFL. Don. Quarterback for the yes. Philadelphia Soul. Soul. 328 left to go. Cowboys up 37-0. That's our game, indoor football. We kind of like that, too. As they hand the ball off, nope, it's going to be a quarterback keeper by Kane. And Kane takes it over to the far side as we got 317 left to go here. As that was now going to be brought down to third down in 16. Who was on the stop? Number 21 on the Raleigh Eagles. With the stop, that was Canyon, who's had a really good season this season. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, You know, we came to see not mentioning him uh, too much, and uh, he's had a great uh, uh, season this year. Uh, We're going to be calling his name a lot more next year. I see him as being one of the leaders on that defense. So now that brings up a third down and about 14. Balls on their own 20 are the Cowboys. Kane's back in shotgun, gets snapped, and they hand it off. And getting it and taking it with Heath there, maybe a gain of two. Now, you might have heard of Solomon Thomas. He is uh, he played in the NFL for the San Francisco 49ers uh, as yep, the defensive end. Didn't he also play for the Chicago Bears? Uh, Solomon, I don't see it here. But he played his football, college football, Stanford. Wow. Okay. You, you, you're not a dumb kid going into Stanford. Mm-mm. You got you to have some brain. I can't even spell Stanford. I can't even get there, even with the map. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> All right, two minutes left to go in this one. This is where we're filling time, as you can tell. And Eagles almost did he blocked it, and it goes out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. So the Eagles are going to be 32 yards from pay dirt for a minute and 48. Let's get that last touchdown call in here tonight uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. As unfortunately, they've had a tough time here tonight. Yeah, Dan Landabaugh, that, that yeah. guy. It played really well. They, he won a championship. Um, he also played for the Dallas Vigilantes as well as the uh, Philadelphia Souls. Won a championship over there. And so just, just to kind of keep you apprised of what's going on there. So so we we had our time filler. And so that brings a minute 44 for the Raleigh Eagles to try to get into the end zone. So well, that's and, what and we're you, trying you know, to do here. Uh, you get back to Corey Clubber. We talked about him earlier. And he yeah. talked to uh, Cy Young. Think of some of the uh, pitchers that have come out here in recent years out of the DFW area. Absolutely. You know, you have him. You have um, uh, Dodger pitcher. Shoot. Right? Dodger he, pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember. He, he's super bad, by by the way. Uh, unstoppable. Um, three far one near for the Eagles on first down. As they go ahead to keep it in, pushing it down there is route uh, down to the 30-yard line, gain of four, and it's going to drive Bill crazy, so he's going to have to pull out the phone. It is driving me crazy. He's he's the best one on the on the Dodgers pitching he's, staff. He's won a couple Cy Youngs, too. Yeah. So we'll get his name here in a minute. We're going to kick ourselves because I watched him all during the during the playoffs when I was in Arizona. He, he pitched, you know, while I was down there. Too far, too near. And route back in. Go ahead and hand it off. Pushing up his lane down to the 20-yard line to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles and the clock is continuing to run. <laughs> they finally stop it with 57 seconds. Not that it matters, but it, it is stopped. So the Eagles get in for the TD here. Okay, he's shaking his head because he's kicking himself. How's your head after you kicked yourself? Let me just say, Clayton. Clayton. Yep, Kershaw. Kershaw. Clayton. I'm sitting over here. Clayton freaking Kershaw. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, uh, most of the Raleigh coaches have missed that touchdown. Most of them have uh, picked up and left the yep. room here. Yeah, so they did get in for the touchdown, the kick, and, and this one uh, goes to- Oh, it bounces up. It looked like it was on the rim of a basketball it rim. It, it had and a bounce around the there. front, right around where it goes up, and it's no good. And that was a bad snap. That, was a, bad. that, that, that uh, snap rolled back to the holder. And the guys are out there one more time with the flag, you know, running the First flag. Time. First time in here and the last time probably for the night. Quick breakdown on the football field. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. 37 to 6, the Eagles get that pride touchdown. As the Coppell Cowboys going to advance. Do we have any clue where they're going, who they're playing, or anything like that? 
In the next round, no, I don't. Not right now, I don't. So we won't know that. So, but this is the uh, final game of our calls here for the Raleigh Eagles varsity football. Remember, basketball officially starts in January. That's when we officially kick it off. We're going to be doing some spot games in the late November and December. Uh, so Sonny can get his cadence in for basketball. So that's going to be good. That's going to be our sixth season calling. Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball started with Stan Blackman, who I just went up to Stan and say, hey, Manson, I, I want to get back to calling sports again. I want to get back in. And six years ago is how we got back into the booth because uh, I hadn't called any high school or anything since I was in Arizona. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to do something, and Stan Blackman, the head coach of the Raleigh Eagles, said, yeah, I don't care, do whatever you want. And that's what started the whole thing, Stan Blackman. Good and man. then I followed it uh, soon after that. I've never yeah. been on the radio before, and I'm sure you can tell as of now I, uh, that <laughs> yeah, I'm still a rookie. You're, but, you're an expert. Um, but, uh, I call you the savior. The savior? Yeah, because you save my arse all the time. Here. Cowboys there on first down, handed off, and pushing it down there. I'm not sure. I think it was number 27, Patrick, that was running the football weight on the stop. 49 seconds left to go in this one. They'll probably make one more snap, and that's going to do it here for tonight. But the Eagles are going to finish the season. They went 6-4 uh, and four in the regular season, end up 6-5. and five. I, I think we, we can talk differently. I mean, I think Preston Weeks, I think they could have maybe been in this game with a healthy Preston Weeks. Oh, absolutely. I agree. That, I agree, too, especially with, you know, their non-district. Uh, they played the well, even they lost those games. They played well in those games as they hand it off. That's exactly what they do. They hand it off there and getting around there, pushing it down was hurt. And that is going to do it here uh, in Capel with a 37-6. to Victory for the Cowboys as the Eagles uh, season does finish here uh, in Capel, just as it finished last year. Last year's game was just a little bit better as the Eagles lost 27-20 to 20 last year as they were in that game. Uh, so, uh, but this, this year, just a little bit different injuries, hard to overcome, uh, to get there. Uh, and some players a little bit upset, you know, but not too bad as some of the seniors, Chappelle is a little bit upset that he didn't get either an opportunity to play a lot this year as he's a senior. Uh, so we'll say goodbye to some of our seniors here. For the Rowlett Eagles, what you got there and some of the scores there, Bill, that you're oh, looking well, let at. Me, let me get back to you. Give me a quick one on those. Uh, yeah, if I can get you an update here. Uh, Saxe right now with uh, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're up 29, uh, excuse me, 49 to 28 against Lake Highlands. And that's being played over there at uh, uh, Williams Stadium. Lake Highlands up in that one, you said? No. Uh, Saxe. Saxe is 49-28. Got it. So they uh, came back a little bit in that one. Yeah, and then um, Jesuit is playing uh, Lakeview Centennial over right. at Jesuit, and right now they're up 44-20 to 20 going into the fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, and then, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Naaman Forrest came up short against Richard, uh, uh, Richardson Pierce, uh, 27-21. So three of the four teams from our district have officially been uh, eliminated from uh, this uh, region, as Saxe being the only one that's going to look like they'll be moving forward. But a couple other uh, scores that we can get from the Division One tournament. 
The winner of this game will be playing the winner of the Mesquite Horn Oak Ridge game. And right now, Horn's in heaven that one, right? Yeah, uh, Horn's up right now with eight minutes left in the thir- fourth quarter, thirty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, Trinity is up on Plano right now, twenty-one to fourteen, with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Duncanville is having no problem with Allison. They're up fifty-nine to nothing, uh, just going into, into the fourth quarter. South Garland right now is in a barn burner right now down in Belton as they're up 37-34 with Belton having the ball uh, driving on South Garland. So that's a, a looking to be a great finish there. Uh, Allen Eagles they uh, are up 48-17 against Hebron with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Martin is up on Keller High School uh, 56 to nothing. So those are some of the scores from locally here in the uh, – North Tech, North Dallas, or excuse me, North uh, Texas area Division Two tournament. Some of the local teams that are playing right now. Uh, what a kind of a surprise here is Brian Byron Nelson's actually up on Denton Geyer, twenty-eight to twenty-four, with just under three minutes left in the in the fourth quarter. Uh, Midway, ranked number seven in the state, is up on Grand Prairie, forty-six to eighteen, with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Surprise here, Fossil Ridge. Went ten and zero in the regular season. Right yeah. now they're up, they're down against Arlington, twenty-seven to thirteen. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Wow! So you want to talk about an upset of the night? That right now, be. that's looking like it's going to be the upset. Good point. Uh, DeSoto uh, had no problem with Coppers Cove as they won forty-four to three. A couple other ones uh, I like I mentioned. Um, let's see. MacArthur MacArthur is uh, gotten a. Spanked pretty good by Westlake, 62 to 14, uh, down in the Austin area. So those are some of the scores. Uh, one last one. Uh, Carroll had no problem with McKinney High School as they won 42 to nothing. Quick 12 weeks, Bill. Huh? Quick 12 yeah, weeks. It seemed like a quick 12. You know what I notice is as, as we get older and you and you young folks <laughs> enjoy how long it takes for things to happen. Yeah. When you get older. Things happen so fast. I'm still putting away my Christmas lights from last year. And you got to put them back and up. And i got to put them back up. Yeah, so, so there you go. Good uh, point. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, time goes by fast. And, you know, at the, this was a little bit more of a trying season for uh, Rowlett. Yeah. As, mm-hmm. you know, to, we've seen uh, a lot of, um, you know, a 7-3, 8-2 uh, season. So to go 6-5 and five is something that's uh, been out of the norm for uh, uh, Rowlett. But with that being said, they played a good non-district schedule you know, at uh, the really only big challenge that they had in in the district was Saxe, mm-hmm. and they played them toe to toe. Yep, should have won that game as well. Sixteen straight seasons for the Raleigh Eagles in the playoffs. So they're going to try to make it seventeen next year. Um, I'd like to thank obviously the Eli Bill Cerna, as I call him, the savior. Saves me a lot out here, and I enjoy having him here as. You know, our years go back all the way to the Arizona Rattlers back in Arizona and, of course, of the Texas Revolution indoor football, as I was calling those games. And, uh, yeah, he was a stack keeper. I knew he'd be great to bring into the booth, and he's been nothing but a great asset to the Couch Potato Sports Show in these calls here. Uh, for it. We're going to do it again next year, as uh, we're also maybe going to do another game of the week for the Garland ISD. So if the Eagles play on Thursday, we're going to call a game for the Garland ISD on Friday or vice versa if that's uh, the way it works out. So um, that's what we're going to check out and get squared away next year as far as football is concerned. So that means 
Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball is going to start up. We'll get at least one game here in November. We'll do some in December. They got a couple of of, uh, holiday uh, tournaments that they play in. We'll cover one of those as the second one. I'll be in Arizona uh, having time um, for a week. I'll be in Arizona for a week, and I come back actually Christmas Eve uh, back to the Dallas area, and we're going to get set and roll uh, and get set the 2017-2018 Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball season. So it's going to be a good one. For the Eagle Eye Bill Center, I'm Sonny Clark. Thanks for joining us here for the 2017-2018 varsity football team football team here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. Everybody have a good evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>